Time show. This is Jay Ellis and your guy Ryan G in the building is back to the G and J show. No Kathy, no Edson today. We're on our own. On our own, all by ourselves. <laughs> and guess what? We get to talk about a Knicks win. <laughs> what? Two. Yeah, two. matter of fact, two. Yeah, Atlanta and San Antonio. That's those wins. Yeah, two out of three. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we know, we know, we, we know. There's a lot of Latin people here taking over in America. Those. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we just. I'm hyped. Even though we took us mad long to get the show started, I'm mad hyped. We just saw the Knicks beat the Spurs, beat them in one thirty one eighteen. Led by the young Gunners, my guy Free Dot. 27. Woo! Cold 27. Yes, sir. Dennis Smith Jr. I think he had, what, 19 and 13, if I'm not mistaken? 19, 19 and... points, 13 assists. Let me make sure right quick. And I know you 10 commanders are like, yeah. we want to know. No, y'all want to give us the... Bruh. For celebrating, but I like winning sometimes, damn it. I mean, I like winning, but the thing is that the tank is still intact because the only team that's worse than us is still the Suns. Yes. The Cavs been winning lately, so we still got that second spot down down pat right now. Yeah, so the Cavs are winning and we win again. It's not so bad. Mm. It's not so bad. We still got the same amount of percentage points to win that first pick as the Cavs and the Suns, regardless of the win. Exactly. We just need to stay in that top three. Word. So chill out, Samuel Jackson. Stop trying to troll my boy. <laughs> For real. Stop <laughs> trying to troll my guy, Spike. Shout out oh, to Spike Lee. He did a show with us last year, if you yes, didn't know. Yes, sir. We yes, famous. Sir, yes. Not yet, but we're trying. We, we can get in there. <laughs> yeah. We'll we'll, yeah, we'll get there. But I'm hype, yo. I'm hype. I'm hype about the show. Yo, let's, let's do we We usually do these game recaps at the end, but we're going to talk about these Spurs games right now. Yes, got to. Got to. Just as a Sunday night. Yes, yes, yes. And I guess I'll get into the stats and the facts right quick. Yes, my guy, Ryan G, the stats and the facts. But you got my guy. Yeah, and as you know, when the Knicks win, I do not read no visiting stats. So y'all not going to hear no Spurs stats. Make sure, the button, make sure the button's working. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> as we said, free dot. Free dot. God damn it. 27 points, 5 rebounds. Yeah, My guy is a sniper. Yes, sir. That should be your sound effect. Exactly. He had plus 14 when he was on the court. The highest plus minus of any Nick in this game. That's your damn right. Frustrating DeMar DeRozan with the physical defense. Yes, sir. Pushing him on the floor. And then we had your boy, Emmanuel Moutier. Mud. 19 points. No rebounds. What is this? My man was just chucking it up, yo. <laughs> That's what he does. Chuck Chuckington. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. We won, we won. I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm leaving the jokes alone. I'm leaving the jokes. Yeah. But one assist for the second game in a row for our point guard. Oh, for real. 
<laughs> but it's all right, though, because we had Dennis Smith Jr. that had 19.13 assists, so he made up for <laughs> all the assists that Moody did not do. Hey! Point guard for real. Listen, man, I've been t- yo, I don't know. I've been talking about Dennis Smith Jr.'s passing ability and how uh-huh. it kind of surprised me for a long time. Yeah. About how he mixes it up perfectly well for me the, the, between passing mm-hmm. and, and, and taking it to the rim. And the thing I said about it is, yo, if we start to hit our jump shots, mm-hmm. he should be having like 15 assists. Yeah, exactly. And lo and behold, 13 assists game today because our guys are pulling the trigger. You know what, man? I'm beginning to believe Dennis Smith Jr. just didn't want to be in Dallas because I don't understand what's happening right now, yo. Yo, whatever. They lost his our game, dog. Like, listen. Yeah, for real. <laughs> they had Luca up there. Yes, sir. And Luca was doing his thing. Mm-hmm. And it is what it is. Like, he was he was playing shooting guard. He wasn't playing point guard. Like, some guys, like, he's not a shooter. You see his jump shot. Yeah. So, to have him playing off ball just doesn't make sense. It really no, doesn't. Not at the moment, anyway. Yeah. But then, again, but, but why I'm saying this is because, like, since he came to the Knicks, all of a sudden, this dude looks like he knows how to pass the ball. Like, when he was in Dallas, like, even his first season, he was not... Nah, you're right. He was not racking up assists like no. that. So I'm like, what happened? Like, is it Fizdale's system? Maybe Dallas' system didn't fit him that well? Or is it because the man was like, yo, I just, did, I just didn't want to be a Dallas. I wanted to be moved. Yo, you know what? It's interesting because um, after the game, the little post-game, um, Dotson talked about talked to the media, talked to, the, to, to uh, what's it, Rebecca Harlow, mm-hmm. about the game plan. And Dennis went to him before the game. was like, listen, man. I'm driving to the basket. I'm kicking it to you. Mm-hmm. And be ready. Yeah. And Dots is ready. Yeah, he was more than ready. He was more than ready, man. <laughs> oh, yo, this is what I envisioned. When we shipped out Tim Hardaway Jr., mm-hmm. this is what I was envisioning. Yeah. Because I knew Doc can hit those shots, damn it. He just needed the time. He just needed the time and the touches. Yeah. And it's starting to come around. And he's always going to bring... The defense. <laughs> As always. As always. Free dot. Forever, yes. damn it. Yes, sir. And then we had Kevin Knox, the young gun. 19 points, 10 rebounds, double-double. Wake up, young man. Listen. Listen, I got I got a challenge for Knox, yo. Mm-hmm. Knox. Knox had, what, seven rebounds in the first quarter or something like that? Yeah. Listen, Knox. You were getting seven, five, six, seven rebounds in the first quarter. You know what that tells me? You're slacking. You are slacking. You should be having 2020 games. <laughs> you should be having 2020 games. You should have a 2020 game this season, though. If you can have seven rebounds in the first quarter and then finish the game with 10, like to me, that seems like you just like, all right, I'm gonna just get my coach wants me to get 10. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna get all my rebounds in the first quarter and then coast for the for the for the next three. Nah, uh-huh. dog, you need 20. I don't know about 20. Nah, give me I, 20, I, son. I don't know about 20. <laughs> you can do it. I, I, I'm, I'm going to put him at like 15. You know, I'm going to put him at 15 and be like, yo, if you can get me, since you can rebound like that, if you get me like a good smooth like 12, 15 a night, 12, nah. 15 a night, I'll be all right with that. Yo, get your, get your rebounds up. You lazy, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I have a good game, though. The floater was working with this guy. I love the floater today. He seemed like he's in attack mode. Mm-hmm. How's the shooting percentage, though? He, he was 8 of 18, so that's like roughly 45%. All right, it's and you're, you're like, okay, for those of you who don't know, uh, my guy over here, uh, Ryan G, used to be like an accountant and stuff, so I'm going <laughs> to trust his numbers because me, I can't add. I don't know, 2 plus 2 is 1, 2, 3, 4. See? Yeah. I have to use my fingers. <laughs> See, this is why I, I'll go by what he said. All right. Yeah. 
Yes, yes. And then we had we we had more double doubles to spare today. Oh yes, yeah, double double tonight. parade. Money making Mitch, fifteen money, points. Money making Mitch, fifteen points, fourteen rebounds, five blocks. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Listen, man, DeAndre Jordan was injured. Yeah. And he was like, oh, no, what are we going to do? The coach decides to start Noah Vonley and Lance Thomas. Yes. And I was like, dog, because what's his... Yo, all, LaMarcus was posting... Okay, I know we like Vonley's defense. We need to stop pretending like he can guard fives. Yeah. We need to stop that. Please. Mm-hmm. He can't guard LaMarcus Aldridge. He can't. Nah, nah, too big. He's too big. He's a great defender, but come on. And he and LaMarcus took advantage of him. And he didn't really play that many minutes this game. Like, And it's funny because they didn't want to start Mitch mm-hmm. because you know of his fouling thing. The coach always says, oh, he fouls too fast. And, and, and it's funny because in this game, he had like two fouls with like the for the, like the next, like, I think within like the first 30 seconds or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, two fouls in the first 30 seconds. And I don't think he, and he didn't foul out. Nah, he he kept his composure. But the funny thing about that too is, Mitch hasn't been fouling in this stretch. He hasn't been in foul yeah. trouble in this, I say eight, nine, ten game stretch. I so, would I would say since DeAndre Jordan came, he hasn't been fouling like yeah, that. Yeah, like, yeah, eight, nine, ten game stretch. Yeah. yeah. So like I don't know about that. I don't know that that was that was January's excuse, coach. You can start him now. I I think. Yeah. You don't need to go with the Devon Lee thing. Exactly. And then we also had a surprise today. I should say Word. tonight again. Lance, make him dance. Lance, come in. The chamois. Yes. Lance. <laughs> we still waiting on the chamois. We still waiting on the chamois. He said he was working on his handle at the beginning of the season. Exactly. We didn't forget. We still don't see the Lance, the Lance sham gob. We didn't see it. But you know what we saw today? We saw a jumper. Yeah, a sweet jumper. Yeah. He had 16 points and seven rebounds. Hold on. Lance Thomas has seven rebounds. I'm telling you, El Capitan showed hey. up today. Lance doesn't get rebounds. What are you doing? What is this happening? <laughs> this is kind of nuts. I think somebody, somebody talked to him. I mean, he must have talked to himself. He is El Capitan. Okay, I guess so. I mean, <laughs> the Knicks always regard this guy as a, as a leader. Even though we're losing, I always read these little articles and tidbits. Talking about how much of a leader he is. Mm-hmm. And people who think he's going to get traded in the offseason or be gone, I was like, I still think he's going to be here. It's, I mean, it's a possibility. I mean, his contract isn't expensive, so it's not like the Knicks have to get rid of him. Yeah, you know he's a million dollars. Yeah. And we need ro- we need roster spots. So I don't think he's going to go anywhere, to be honest with you. I uh, mean, if, if he's such a strong leader, if he's such a strong leader like that in the locker room, then yeah, it's it's hard to imagine Knicks really just yeah, getting rid of him just to get rid of him. I paid a million dollars for a locker room leader. Yeah, that's 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 fine. <laughs> I'll do that. I'll do that in a heartbeat. Yeah, pretty much. All right, Brooklyn, stand up. All yeah. Right. Um, team stats, right quick. Okay. The Knicks shot fifty-one percent from the field and held this person forty-five percent. Yo, aren't and I heard some. I heard some stat that they held in halftime. They held them to under f- their average in, from the three-point line, and they're, like, leading the league in three-point percentage. Yes, they are. This game, they only shot 25% from three-point range. 
who 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 are these people? I don't know, man. And and this is where the Knicks won the game because the Spurs only hit six three pointers, but the Knicks hit sixteen three pointers, and I think that's where the Knicks won the game. Bombs away. Yes. Shout out to Dot who was hitting them. Shout out to Knox who was hitting them. Moody mm -hmm. went on a little streak. Lance and we can dance. Yeah, the threes are bombing, and we didn't even see our guy. We didn't. I don't see the button. Well, oh. Luke. Well, we're talking about Luke Cornette. Yeah, Luke Cornette, the button broke. I don't yeah. know what happened to him. The Luke, I am you. But we didn't see him. Yeah. And he's the name three-pointer. What happened to him? I don't know, man. I mean, you know you know, physical rotations. Like, sometimes guys are in the rotation. Sometimes guys yeah, aren't you, in the rotation. Yeah, you you really don't it. know. Yeah, you sneeze you out, though. Yeah. That's how it happens sometimes. For real. Yo, shout out to the Knicks. Great Knicks win. Mm -hmm. We finally got one. We avoid... The longest NBA, the longest losing streak in NBA history. Yes. We snap an eighteen game losing streak, and and we snap an eighteen game home losing streak. You say, too. Well, yeah, it's a, it's a good feeling. First win since December first at home. Woo, that's crazy. Woo, it's almost March. <laughs> it's almost March. My God, my God, what? Uh, that's crazy. Oh, man. man, only the fifth win at home this season. Jesus. Christ. Yo, shout out to the Knicks when I'm glad. Okay, well, we we I we had we we reverse the show, mm -hmm. but listen, man, we got some other things to talk about today. Yes, we do. Uh, I really want I want to talk about the the point guard battle is getting interesting. Yes, it is, and it's gonna get more difficult as time goes on. And we alluded to this when the trade happened. Uh huh. But um, we want I want to talk about that. I want to talk about the goals. For next season, for not even next season, the, the remainder of the season. Because now All that right. we have, we we gotten these pieces. Mm -hmm. There's some pieces here that Fizz likes to play with that he can't play with. I like I want you know want to talk about the goals for the rest of the season. Like what what do you feel like we should do? Like all right. And you know what? I'm gonna get into some free agency talk too. Yes, sir. Like like we didn't get enough of that. Hey, whoa, whoa. Like we didn't get. A, <laughs> but we're gonna talk about some alter. I know we talked about KD uh -huh. to death. Yeah. And Kyrie as well. But we're going to see if we can, like, talk a little bit about alternate scenarios. All right. All right. So we'll get all into that. But um, first and foremost, let's talk about these guards, man. The point guard battle. The point guard battle. Dennis Smith Jr. is in the house. Yes, he is. And he's taking over the house as well. He's taking over the house. It got a little scary for us Knicks fans mm -hmm. because we all know Moutier and Fizz have like a thing, right? Uh huh. We all seen it from the from, from the jump. They locked eyes <laughs> since the summer. Yeah, love was in the air. Fizz said he's gonna get him right, and he seems like that's been his life's mission, no matter what. <laughs> right, right. That, that's what's happening. Before this game, the Spurs game that we just talked about, the Knicks played the Timberwolves. Yes, we did. Moutier came back from injury. First game back. First game back from shoulder injury. He plays 30 minutes. And a lot of those in the fourth quarter. Bruh. How did... How... <laughs> House, house, okay, how, wait, first, okay, 
were those warranted minutes? Were like how did you how did you enter? Like I know Nick's Twitter uh-huh. was in an uproar. Yeah, they were they were talking about firing Fizz. <laughs> right, like we all, we all like we. I, I have this talk every year about new coaches. It's like how long is it going to take for the coach for the Knicks fans to turn on the coach? Mm-hmm. And usually it's a year. Now, <laughs> do you? How do you feel about that move of playing Moutier thirty minutes last game? Well, the only beef I have with it is that I feel like Dennis Smith Jr. has has been performing well enough to where. He should be getting those crunch time minutes. You know, like Moody just returned from injury. You know, you shouldn't be playing him so many minutes. But at the same time, at least again, at least in the Timberwolves game, I can see why Fizz left them in. Okay. Because even though the Knicks were down, the Knicks were down by like 19 in the fourth. Like Moody okay. did like help the Knicks mount like a little comeback in the fourth quarter before the Timberwolves shut the door on them. Yeah. So I can understand why Fizz played him because Moody actually played well in the fourth quarter. But as I said, like, Dennis Smith Jr., he earned those minutes. Like, when Moutier was on the bench hurt, Dennis Smith Jr. was there, and he was balling. So, therefore, he's a starting point guard. You give him those minutes. You trust in him to help bring the Knicks back in the fourth quarter, and you let Moutier just ease himself back in slowly since he's coming back from injury. Like, uh, and, and, you know, I'll paint the whole scope, too, because that game, is the Knicks played the Timberwolves. Knicks had 23 turnovers. Yeah, that, too. Now we're pretty good. We're pretty good at being frugal with the ball. We don't really turn the ball over much. That game we had twenty three th- turnovers. Dennis Smith Jr. himself had five. Yeah, I think he had five turnovers, seven assists. Um, so he wasn't. And the start of the third quarter, he wasn't playing well. So mm-hmm. I was actually alarmed as well. But I. Here's the thing. Moutier playing well, air quotes, <laughs> right? Like, when you look at the run, he was being aggressive, mm-hmm. and he wasn't making a high percentage of his shots. Nah, he was I think he shot 6 of 16 that game. Right. So, from the optics from the fan, they're going... Well, he's not playing well mm-hmm. because look, this guy shot six from sixteen, and he's missing all of his shots. Yeah. So, but at at the same time, we were cutting into the lead. Yeah. When he was chucking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. So it was. It's. It's. Yeah. It's. Like, it's like give and take right there. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like. Because I was kind of with that same thing. It's like, yo, get this guy out of here. Like, why are you leaving him so long? Yeah. But it's like, depending on... If you're already frustrated with Moody 8 and mm-hmm. the way... Fit, and you... If you were a Frank Hive, right? Uh-huh. And you are already frustrated with Moody 8 getting more minutes with Frank. Uh-huh. I think you come into this game on edge already. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like... You see this guy chucking up shots, and you're like, oh, my God, yo, ah, again, like, ah, your hands are in the air like the, like the, you know, yeah. the car salesman thing, oh, my God, exactly. and you're like, this guy, Fizz has a hard-on for, for Moutier, <laughs> and it doesn't matter what he does, he's going to play him. Yeah. But after taking my hated glasses off, I realized... I heard a lot of noise outside. That's why I paused. Okay. <laughs> I realized that maybe it was my hater glasses and maybe I overreacted a little bit. Uh-huh. 
So it is what it is. Yeah. And I move on for that. I, I think I agree with Ryan. And I know this is going to be the unpopular opinion. Mm-hmm. I'm ready for the comments. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Back to the point bar battle, though. Uh-huh. I was sad, man. I was personally sad. Sad for who? My, I have developed feelings. Uh-huh. Not like, you know, basketball man crush feelings. Uh-huh. For my guy, Kadeem Allen. Oh, yeah, Kadeem Allen. Kadeem Allen was out here balling. He was. He was. Kadeem Allen averaging 10 points, four and a half assists uh-huh. on 48% field goal percentage and 50% from three. Mm-hmm. He was balling. He was playing pretty damn solid. And he like, was. And then he had like, he had a game versus the Cavs when he had 25 points, six assists, and shot 62% from the field. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, he had the Hawks, the game that we won. Yeah. 14 points, nine assists, and 55% from the field. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, the defense. This guy. Yeah, he defends. He defends. He, he's 6'3". He has like a 6'9 reach. And he ball hawks. Mm-hmm. Full court. Yeah. Press. And he makes the right pass. So I'm just like, yo, I really like this kid. Mm-hmm. So when Moutier came back, I'm just like, bruh. You ruined it. <laughs> <laughs> I like him. Yeah, but I think the thing is, like, I think everybody knew that Kadeem Allen was just going to be a stopgap. Like, once Moutier comes back, and then and then it's going to be even worse when Frank Nilakina comes back. Because once once those two are back, then you already know Allen's not going to get much burn. I understand, but, <laughs> dog, he was, he was playing well, man. He was. He was playing well. 48% from a guard? Yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty impressive. And I know it's a small sample size. 50% from three-pointer... That's insane. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's good stats. But as I said, like, every, like, I mean, if you're, if you, if you even think about it with common sense, like everybody knew that the only reason they bought Kadeem Allen up was because okay, Moody got hurt, yeah, Frank got hurt, so yeah. it's like yeah. So all we have at point guard is Dennis Smith Jr. and then Word. like like Alonzo Trier, who we can play there sometimes, but he's more of a two guard, so they're not gonna really play in there much. I feel you. You know what it is too. <laughs> you know what it is too. There were games where I felt like Kadeem Allen was the best player on the team. I think that was like yeah. There was a few couple. Of, I was like, yo, Kadeem. He got the game ball today, mm-hmm. even though we lost. But he was yeah. the best player on the team. So it was like, it's hard for me to see, like, somebody who's a, a, the best player on the team for, like, a game or two mm-hmm. to, to be like, oh, Moody's back. Yeah. And you're like, oh, <laughs> yo, let's go. It's like, damn. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. It's kind of like, I mean, I'm happy now, you know, so so don't. Hey, baby. It's a happy Valentine's Day. All right? This is This is, this is like... If you're in a bad relationship, right, mm-hmm. and your girl and you and the girl goes on to visit her family, mm-hmm. and then you and then you're like all happy, like ah, you having a party, you want yeah. that loose, uh huh. You meet some new girl, like oh, she's happy, and then the girl comes back from vacation, she's like oh, <laughs> <laughs> it gets a little pressed again. Yeah. I saw how I felt like when Moody came back, like 
My bad. The girl came back from vacation and all the fun is over. <laughs> That's how I felt. <laughs> oh, man. But, uh, question. Because mm-hmm. I thought about this too. We have Dennis Smith Jr. Mm-hmm. And we have Kadeem Allen. Yeah. Isn't it weird that they both seem to be like weird upgraded versions of Moody and Frank? <laughs> wait, wait, hold up. So you're saying that like Kadeem Allen is like a upgraded version of like Frank and 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 um and wait, who's who's the other dude? Moody and this Dennis Smith Jr. And Dennis Smith Jr. is like an upgraded um, version of Moutier? I know, okay, and, and I'm, I'm going to explain this a lot more because I know it's not a one-to-one comparison. Uh-huh. Okay, so for instance, Frank. Frank is 6'6", six, 6'7". Six, six, Kadeem Allen is not 6'6", six, 6'7". Six, six, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Yeah. But Kadeem Allen and Frank both came in as a defensive guard. Yeah. They both had their, you know, reputation as defensive guard, mm-hmm. and they lean on their defense to get to what they have to do done. But um, keep in mind, you know, Kadeem Allen is older than Frank. Yeah, let's, let's keep that in mind. So when I say keep him with a grain of salt, he's he's a little further along his development, right? Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is, Kadeem Allen is not like a flashy player. He's not a guy who's going to be super take you off the dribble. Mm-hmm. He just kind of finds his spots. Takes advantage of his little floater that he he developed over time. Mm-hmm. Hits his three point shooter once in a while. Three point shot once in a while, and then goes to the hole and finds other guys to kick it to. Mm-hmm. Like that's pretty much what we want Frank to do. Yeah. And when you look at Moutier, well, this is a this is a, this might be a bigger stretch. Mm-hmm. Moutier was supposed to be that big. He's supposed to be the athletic guard. Mm-hmm. That his shot wasn't you know that good. Yeah. But he's supposed to be able to that other guard who can probably finish. And then Desmond Jr. came over here, and he's the athletic guard who can finish. Mm-hmm. Mm, loose. I mean, I mean, it's a stretch. You can I, tell I, me it's I a mean, stretch. You don't got to lie to me, though. You, you can I tell mean, me it's a stretch. You can tell I mean, me. I mean, yeah. I would think it's a stretch because I get the I get the, the comparisons. Like, Kadeem Allen and Ben Frank are both um, defensive point guards. Kadeem Allen is a bit more developed offensively because... He's a bit longer. He's a bit further in his development than Frank is at the moment. Yeah, more minutes. He getting more minutes in the G League. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, at the same time, though, it's like, you know, at, at least body types. You know, mm-hmm. body types are completely different. And I do feel like, even though Kadeem Allen is a defensive point guard like Frank, I do feel like Frank is still better defensively just because he has the tools, you know, like the like you know, like the wingspan. I will say that Frank is type. still better defensively yeah. than Kadeem Allen. I will say that. Yeah. But Kadeem is a is a lot more yeah, offensively better yeah. than Frank. So it's like I would love Frank to Frank, watch Kadeem, dog. Mm-hmm. Watch Kadeem and what he does because he just mastered the floater hit the jump shot when he had it available and he he was aggressive he was aggressive going to the hole every play yeah. and that's how he made his mark playing next to Dennis Smith Jr. Yeah. So if you want to know how to play next to Dennis Smith Jr., mm-hmm. if you get that shot, Frank, watch yeah. Kadeem Allen. Yeah, and I do think 
sooner or later Fizzler's gonna play them both in the backcourt sooner or later. That's that's my belief anyway. Do you? I mean, he yeah. said he was gonna do play um him, Dennis Smith Jr. and Mud together, and that never happened. Yeah, I think eventually it's gonna happen. Whether it's Dennis Smith Jr. and Moutier or Dennis Smith Jr. and Frank. I think eventually down the line it's going to happen. He's mm. going, he's going, he's going to pull out, he's going to pull it out of his bag in one of these games coming up. Um, now as for the other comparison, Moutier and Dennis Smith Jr. I think, I think it it might be a, a more legit comparison just for the fact that both are more offensive minded mm-hmm. than defensively. Mm-hmm. It's just that Dennis Smith Jr. is is a bit more explosive. A bit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's a bit more explosive than Moutier, and I would say Moutier is probably the better jump shooter than um Dennis Smith is. Dennis Smith Jr. is at the moment. No, that that that's funny because um at the moment, yes, yeah, because I we'll see how long this lasts. Uh huh. Because Moutier's downfall has always been his jump shot, and he's never really had a big jump shot. Yeah. And his last game, he's been back. The jump shot seems like it has returned. Mm-hmm. Much like it has in the beginning of the season, then it kind of tapered off. Yeah. So we'll see if that stands to be true for the rest of the season. Yeah, I mean, I think long term for Dennis Smith Jr., at least the player I see him like, barring injuries, because I don't want I, I don't want him to take the path injury wise as his player, but I do see him long term as like a Derrick Rose type. I was saying the same. I was. I kind I kind of mentioned him and Derrick Rose in the same breath yeah, a few because, times, yo. Yeah, because like. Like Derrick Rose, he's explosive. Yeah. And he knows how to score the rock. Yeah. He can drive to the basket, finish in the paint. Yeah. And he's also good at kicking out, which Derrick Rose was good at too. Yeah. It seems like... It seems like he's a more willing passer than Derrick. Mm-hmm. At least that's what I'm seeing so far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say that, yeah. And I didn't know... I didn't know that. I didn't... I didn't see that before. Where did this come from? As, as, <laughs> as, as, as I said, like I don't know, like in Dallas, he was he was not doing it. As I said, like I I haven't watched Dallas play much, so I don't know if it's Rick Carlisle's system that he had in place that that where Dennis Smith where Dennis Smith Jr. couldn't flourish, and then you know and now he's in Fisdale systems and Fisdale system fits him more. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's the case or it's just that your man's was just not feeling Dallas and maybe he was trying to figure it, or maybe he was just trying to hopefully find a way out eventually. Because, yo, I remember when Derrick Rose was here and we was up and down on Derrick Rose that season he was here. And one of the biggest complaints for Derrick Rose was, one, he didn't pass the ball enough, mm-hmm. and two, the defense. Yeah. And it was like, yo, I really love how accurate he is or how, how much... It was pretty much money when he went to the, went to the hole that was going to go in. Yeah. And you could definitely see Derrick... Uh, Desmond Jr. having that same impact. Yeah. But, man, like, I was really frustrated with how much tunnel vision Derrick Rose really had when it's, once he got to the hole. And and I'm, I think Dennis just, Dennis's vision might be a little bit better than yeah, Derrick's. I would, I would say that. I mean, especially if you want to compare, like, at they were, you know, if you want to compare like where they were at, you know, at this point in their NBA career. Like mm-hmm. if you like if you want to compare Dennis Smith Jr. in his second year versus Derrick Rose in his second year. Derrick Rose was obviously MVP. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he was yeah. much, much much better offensively. Way, yeah, way much better, better offensively. Uh, yeah. And, 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 and he, okay, that was the thing with Derrick Rose. Derrick Rose had a gear during that MVP season yeah. where he was clutch. Yeah. And he was able, all right, I'm taking this team on my back I'm getting a basket no matter what. Dennis exactly. Smith doesn't, hasn't quite... You don't have that yet. Developed that yet. 
But I think Dennis Smith is definitely a better passer than Derrick Rose was at this point in his career, though. That's what yeah. I believe. And he seems like he's more interested in being a point guard. Yeah. Which is surprising. Yeah, because that definitely wasn't um, what people thought of him when he was coming out of um, North Carolina State. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, hey, I mean, hey, if it works out that way where he does want to assume more of a point guard role and get his teammates involved along with getting, you know, getting his own, yeah. I'm, I'm with that. Now, question for you two now. Philosophy-wise, if you're looking at the outlook of this team, we have a bunch of guys who are going to be here. You know who they are. Mm-hmm. And we have a guys who are not going to be here most likely. Or maybe who knows. Moutier's gotten a lot of minutes so far. Mm-hmm. Does it bother you that the coach is giving Moutier all these minutes? At the mm-hmm. moment, no. Because... Moutier, I mean, behind Dennis Smith Jr., like, that's our two best point guards at the moment if you want to look at talent-wise, you know what I'm right, saying? Right, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, at the moment, like, I'm not really mad at Moody getting all these minutes. Now it's going to get a bit cloudy once Frank comes back because it's like, how are you going to split minutes between those three? Right. You know, but at the moment, like, you know, talent-wise, potential-wise, Moody is like, he don't have more. He don't. He don't have more potential than Dennis. Oh but, no, definitely not. Yeah, but that's near. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like talent wise, overall talent. Like, yeah, he's one of our better point guards. So you have to give him minutes. You know, so. So moving forward, if you if he ends up getting more minutes than Frank, which he, he can definitely happen, mm-hmm. then what would your thoughts be on that? Is it like a tough call because you're like you know Moody mm-hmm. is the better offensive player. Offensive player. I will always say I felt like Frank was gaining on him during mm-hmm. the um during that uh, little run in like January when he's kind of come back and and yeah. Moody was kind of on the descent. Right now Moody Moody seems like the type of guy where, like when he rests mm-hmm. his mind refocuses and he's kind of sharper. Yeah. Cuz today like he was on point yeah, and he, he was. Like when he has his rest he doesn't fall he doesn't fall when he's doing his layups. <laughs> He makes his jump shots. It's like, yo, who is this guy? <laughs> I mean, he's not passing, though. He's definitely not he's passing. He's definitely right not now. passing. Nah. <laughs> nah, yeah, yeah. Like, what, what, two assists in his last two games? Bruh. <laughs> and I'm kind of mad at Fizz because the last game when um when he, when they benched uh, Dennis Smith Jr., mm-hmm. Mude went to the coach and asked him, hey, do you want to keep me? Do you want me to keep shooting? And the coach told him, yeah. Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, yo, what about setting up your teammates once yeah, in a while, we do my that? guy? Like every one, every two plays. <laughs> and, and it's funny because Fizdale said he's our best passer, but I'm like, yo, he's he, he's our best passer, but he's not showcasing. He's not showcasing he's his passing exactly. ability right Who now. Who knows that you and him? <laughs> <laughs> Most willing passer? I don't know. Exactly. I don't know. That's not hero there. Yeah. But this point guard discussion is going to be a little more interesting as time moves on. Mm-hmm. Frank is still injured with that groin. Yeah, uh, but they say he's progressing, though. They said, they said that I think he picked up like more activity during practices or something like that. Yeah, correct. He did pick up his activity during practices. I know he's doing little shooting drills and things like that. But it remains to be seen when he comes back. No one really knows. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, this is valuable time. There's only like 23 games left. Yeah. It's kind of disheartening that he's injured again because I really wanted to see some development from Frank moving mm-hmm. forward. But um, you know what? And that you know what? I, we can get into that too right now. Like mm-hmm. goals for the season moving forward. Goals. Be- yeah, because Fizz came out here and said he wants the team to be a top five defense. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. and he feels like he can do they can do it. Speaking about that though, um, I think I think they said like since I don't know how many I don't know how much um of a game span these stats cover. I think it's around the time when I think it's around the time the Knicks made a trade with yes. Dallas. But he said like around that since around that time the Knicks have been the eighth best defense in the league. Yes, they said in the eight game span the Knicks have been the eighth best defensive league, which is huge. Yeah, cause huge. Because I mean, be, be like before that trade, like the Knicks were like twenty eighth, 29th in yeah. the league in defense. Oh man, that it is was, like it oh was, my, the bottom terrible. of the league, a defense, a Knicks team. Yeah, we see, we came here, we saw Starks and you went in them, exactly, and we come saying. to the dead last, like. Come on, Katie. You want to come to that? Yeah, like, oh, like, like you know, that's not Knicks basketball. That's definitely not Knicks basketball. So it's very, 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 very great sign that we, you know, we're progressing. Yeah. Now here's the thing, though. Are we progressing because the Knicks got better, or are we progressing because we got rid of some people and some people were injured? You know what? You know what? Enos Cantor Moody. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just... because because you know, <laughs> you know, because we had Enos Cancer here, and he wanted to complain about you know not having playing time, and it's like my guy. The reason why you were not getting playing time is because you don't provide nothing to us defensively. You're one of the reasons why we're 28th and 29th in the league in defense, bruh. Yeah, and then again, Moody, it's like okay, Moody, we understand. You're good offensively. We like that. But can you give us something on the defensive end as well? Please. Because the reason why, as you said, when Frank and Moutier was healthy and it seemed like Frank was gaining on Moutier and Frank was deserving of that starting point guard spot at the time over Moutier was because of that reason. Yeah. Like, Moutier's offense started to slip and he was providing nothing on the defensive end. Yeah. And, so, then, and Frank started to play better, a bit better offensively. And then Frank's defense is always there. Yep. So we were like, you know what? It's about time you bench Moody and put Frank in there. Until that injury came and it's like, oh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, of course, when you replace two guys that don't play defense with people that actually play defense. Uh, shout out to DeAndre Jordan. Exactly. Yeah. And, and also, um, shout out to Kadeem Allen because he was also part of the Oh, yeah, to Kadeem, and also, Dennis Smith Jr., he, he's not a great defender, but he's decent. Like, I thought he was terrible in Dallas, but he's he's he's, made, he's taking some strides. Yeah, he's decent. He's definitely taking some strides and being decent, not a yeah. crazy minus defender. I want, you know, I, I, one day, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm actually look up this defensive rating over these last few games. Yeah, that yeah, that would be interesting. And also, shout out Money Making Mitch, because he's been sending shots back left, right, protecting the paint. Money, money, make it Mitch. And the fact that we always have... A defensive big, yeah, on the court to cover our ass if things go wrong, helps. Yes, sir. The combination of DeAndre with Mitch has yeah. been great, wonderful, and even the stint with Luke. Even though, because you know there was there was a few games we had Luke and Mitch running like a zone defense, and they were shutting things down. Yes, man, they, they doing were. great. So all that is contributing to our our, our defensive mm-hmm. acumen kind of taking hold of itself. Yeah. And you know what else? What else? Somebody else got chipped too. And I've been saying this from the beginning. When I wanted Dot Free. <laughs> and Timmy? Timmy is gone. <laughs> 
that is really free now. Yeah. So it's like, yo, all of a sudden, you have a, def- a defensive-minded shooting guard mm-hmm. in the starting lineup. Yep. That changes everything. That changes. Like, the offense might waver a little bit. Mm-hmm. But the defense is up. Most definitely. So all those are factoring in, man. And all those are factoring. And, I, man, listen. If we have offensive games like we've seen from these guys today where Dodds is giving you 20 points, mm-hmm. you with the defense? Knicks going to win some more games down the stretch. <sighs> Yo. And this kind of brings me back to my other... With, with Frank being with Dennis Smith Jr. Mm-hmm. versus not. I still feel like Dot is the better person to be next to Dennis. Mm-hmm. Just to give him that room. Yeah. Like, it might, in spots, Frank can do it probably. And plot account, and to me, play that Kadeem Allen role. Mm-hmm. But he's not that shooter. He's not going to give Dennis the room mm-hmm. that Dot gives him. But the one thing that yeah. that Frank will give him is another kind of ball handler to take some pressure off him to make some plays. That's the only yeah. Because the, the, where Dot struggles is if you chase him off that three-point line and you make him take more than one dribble, mm-hmm. things get a little bit shaky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like the case. Which is like the case with most shooters, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's like, oh, we was what's gonna happen now? Yeah, is it, is it a turnover? It's either a turnover or almost a turnover. Yeah, <laughs> Frank, if he head fakes, he can probably find a nice angle for a nice pass. Yeah, and he's a little as much people give him a knock. Most people knock him for his ball handling. Mm-hmm. It's more advanced than Dot's ball handling. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that's that, yeah, that's definitely true. That's definitely true. <laughs> that's definitely true. <laughs> But I'm all for having a three and D dots and mm-hmm. um being next to uh to the Dennis Jr. giving him the room, mm-hmm. especially the especially because Dennis just loves to drive and kick in the first place. Yeah, you want to have some shooters around him. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, I would love to see Fizdale mess with this lineup for one for for one game, just to see, just to see how it does. Okay. Yeah, it has to be against a small team though. I want to see Fizz go with one game. Dennis Smith Jr., Frank, Dotson, Knox, and either DeAndre Jordan or Mitch Robinson in the middle. Mm, against wow. against a team against a, a team with a small lineup. Okay, all right. What's what's the, what's the thinking there? It's just I'm just thinking defense right there. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause I mean, like you, I think you have enough offense on the court. You you cause you got Dennis Smith Jr. Dotson can knock down a long range shot. Then you have Knox, who can also mix it up. He can hit the long range shot. He can also create for himself. Then you also have that threat off the pick and roll, whether it's DeAndre Jordan or Mitch Robinson, where they can set screens for you, mm-hmm. and you know they can roll to the basket. You get you get you can get easy two that way. And then also on top of that, you'll have two point guards where it's like either one can create you know shots for the other for the right. other guys as well. So. That's the way I'm thinking about. It. I think it would be. I think it would be a, be a pretty a pretty nice lineup. I don't know if if Fizda would ever will ever do that, but I would like to see I it though. Mean, we'll see. We'll see. I, this is this is an experimental year, brother. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yes, it is. It's all about experiment. It's all the Frankenstein. Yeah, we gonna try everything. Well, if it works, it works. We'll see what happens. Yeah. We'll see if that ever happens. Yo, I kind of got off the track of the conversation about the goals of the season. Mm-hmm. And we, we 
you flew into some other conversation. Yeah. Like, you know, that's how we do on the show anyway. Yeah. Anyway, so back to your goals mm-hmm. of the season. Like, what do you want to see for the rest of the season, man? Well, um, for the well, for the rest of the season, I do want to see the Knicks continue to improve defensively. Yeah. Because I feel like that'll be um good for the Knicks going into next season, you know, building a defensive mindset. Um, also want to see the young guys continue to develop, obviously, continue to develop Mitch, continue to develop Frank, continue to develop Dennis Smith Jr., um, continue to, to, to develop Dotson, you know, just continue to develop all all our young guys, Trey, that we know is going to be here next season. Mm. You know, because at the moment, like, yeah, Moody is one of our better point guards, but we don't know, if, we don't know for certain if Moody is going to be back next season. Now, just... If we get KD and Kyrie, I don't know. I'm not sure if Trill will be here. Cause I, I, I think, I think we have like a player option on him, and we mm. might have to end up letting letting him go for cat space purposes, unless somebody decides I'm gonna take a little bit less or something to get. Like mm. so, that might be something to look out for if a KD Kyrie situation happens. Mm-hmm. But I agree with you, man. I think those points, like the defense, is definitely something that I want to see happen. Mm-hmm. And progress. I would love to see us be a top five defense. Um, I would really like the Frank thing is the one that's that I really want to see the most. But it just seems like injuries is really going to not. I'm not gonna be able to see it this season. I, I don't think there's gonna be enough games mm-hmm. left to actually see like a more turn of a corner at the end of this season for Frank. Yeah. So uh, that pipe dream might have to go. but um Mitch what I want to see from Mitch is what I'm seeing yeah it's kind of funny because if Mitch doesn't progress from what he is right now Mm -hmm. he still might have like a 10 year like a 10 year like run in the league like yeah of course yeah (laughs) Like he will, he will have a job in the NBA if he doesn't get any better from today, which yeah, is kind of exactly. crazy. Yeah, but the thing is, is that, but the thing is, is like you have to remember, like this dude ain't played no college nope. ball. Like he basically sat out for a year, and if he's performing like this, you know, like because you have to remember, like coming into the season, we thought this dude was going to probably be in the G League or at least rotated between G League and the NBA. I kind of was not on that fence, and. I think people were looking at me like I was weird. Mm-hmm. But I was just like, I I was like, yo, who do we have on the scene that plays defense as a big man? Mm-hmm. Enos Cantor? Definitely no. Right. Like, so I was like, I, I kind of figured he was gonna play because we didn't have a we didn't have a choice. It's not like we have big man death. Yeah. And then I was like, and especially when the um Joaquin Noah thing started happening. Mm-hmm. When he's like, okay, he's when it came, when he whenever when it came apparent that he was gone and there was no... And Joakim Noah's getting like 20, 10 games, by the way, right now. Which we kind of, Me and you were kind of like... Yeah, like, we, uh, like, like I wouldn't be surprised if this dude goes somewhere else and yeah, starts balling. Yeah, <laughs> we were kind of talking about that, even yeah. him doing it here. Because I'm like, yo, he's been, uh, he's been, you know, resting and mm-hmm. he's probably healed up. And he wasn't playing super... You, you know what? Speaking of Joakim Noah, I don't know if you saw it. But on uh, but on one of Chris Brickley's posts on um IG, because Brickley was bigging up your Joakim Noah because he just had that twenty and ten game the other day, right? Yeah. So this Knicks fan <laughs> posts on Brickley's account, right? 
and he starts thrashing Noah. Oh, saying, man. Saying how, you know, he wasn't a productive in New York because he was too busy hanging out at One Oak. Oh, <laughs> I, saw, I saw that. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> And you know what? There's a segment we in the show that we like to call a pick. It's the best picks of the weekend. Yeah. We're gonna do an early pick. Oop to that fan. <laughs> oh, for that comment, you had like the, the comment of the year. Thank you. But Joe Kido responded to that comment. Oh, word! Yeah, he did. <laughs> and he basically, and he was like, "Yo, shut your lame ass up." Ah. That's how he started. <laughs> and, and then he went on to say how the reason why he didn't work out for him to, but the reason why he didn't work out for him to, in New York was because he had because he, I think he said like. Last season, he went through three surgeries, so he, so he never had the chance to really, you know, re- recover and get himself up and, you know, get himself up in health. Yeah. To really produce for the team and this and that. And he was like, and he was like, and Brickley knows that I went through this and this and that. So, you know, y'all don't see this because y'all not around us. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you, he was like, you don't know what's happening in my personal life and this and that. But I'm like, but at the same time, I'm like, okay, you, Noah. No, you, no, 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 no. You came over here and you the one who said you was too lit for New York, That's, uh, I was You just said, about, I, we I, didn't I, I was, say. Exa- I was just about to say that too because I was like, okay, if this was truly the case, when he went on that radio show and the dude Facts, asked you, yo. and the dude asked you why it didn't work out for you in New York or whatnot, why did you? Why didn't you say all this then? Yo, mad please, dog. You know what I'm mad saying? Mad please, please. You Audie please, cop. Audie please, he's copping over here, yo. Like, come on, exactly. man. Stop, it's, stop, it, stop it, it dog. It, it's like, why didn't you respond with that then? But no, you said you was too lit in New York. So obviously, we obviously, if you're gonna say that, we're gonna think, yeah, your ass was in one. Exactly. Oh, you put that on yourself. Bro. Exactly. You put that on yourself. Stop it. Don't don't blink. Bruh. And first, bro, the show goes to Joakim Noah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for that lame-ass excuse talking about when you the one who put that old news out yourself. Exactly. Come on, come on son. I'm like, I'm like yo, I'm like, yo, you a dumbass then because I'm like, why didn't you say all this then when you were asked the question about why it didn't work out in New York? I'm glad he's going still. Mitch Rob- Mitchell Robinson, damn it. Exactly, yo. Mitch, like what? 15 times better than Joakim Noah was in a Knicks uniform? Money, money, make it Mitch. Woo! For sure, for sure. Matter of fact, let me read some Mitch. Mitch, man, like we said earlier, number four in blocks per game. Mm-hmm. Even though he only averages 18 minutes. Can you imagine if this man was getting starters minutes? What? Ah, yo, it's obvious this guy is going to be defensive player of the year, dog. It's, e- in, his, it's, it's, it's in his destiny to Eventually. be Yo, thinking about it right now? You think he could get to the? You think he can get to like the status of a Rudy Gobert? Uh, uh, yeah, not, not not even a question. Like I feel like, and I'm not even saying this to be like a homer. Mm-hmm. I feel like he can be like the great. He might have. He has a chance to be like the greatest shot blocker of all time. <laughs> I know it sounds weird. I know it sounds weird. When I'm saying this, but dog. How I don't have you. I've never seen a guy who can block shots at the rim uh-huh. and the jump shot and from three. That is true. <laughs> I've never seen it's. It, I've never seen that before. That is true though. So I know it sounds. I know Knicks fans are, are crazy. You know we're pretty homework. We make homework. I honestly believe he has a shot to be like go down in history as one of the best or the best. Shot blockers of all time. It's kind of. I, I, I mean, I mean, dude does block everything though. Yeah, like <laughs> he does like, block everything. To, like to me, like the only thing stopping him from being that mm-hmm. is 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 his health. 
his health. Like, if he can stay relatively healthy mm-hmm. for his career and then have, like, an actual long season, like, then I feel like he's, he's going to be up there with, like, oh, blocks per game, most blocks. Like, he, he it can go with that trajectory for this kid, yo. Yeah. And so whether the rest of his game rounds out is, is, is what I'm really curious about. Because he yeah. had some great games. Even today, what was the stats today? He had, he had like, 15 points, 14 rebounds, 5 blocks. And ever since Jordan came here, DeAndre Jordan, not you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we had to clarify that. Clarify that. <laughs> the only Jordan that matters, DeAndre, right? <laughs> ever since he got here. Yeah. I know you mad. You're probably you wearing Jordans right now, aren't you? Yeah, I am wearing Jordans <laughs> right now. Where are you doing? Where are you doing? Where are your strawberries, Ryan? I'll be here. I mean, hey, I'm going to copy some Ewing soon. You know? but, but, but you know, I'm wearing Jordans right now. I ain't, I ain't even going front. Oh, I, I, I didn't even look down. Like, oh, Disgracing me. Like it's okay. You know what he did to us, right? You know what he tortured? Never mind. Never mind. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I was rocking Ewing's when I was rocking back. Anyway, so he had a game. Let me read some of these stats. Yeah. He had a stretch when DeAndre Jordan got here mm-hmm. 14 points, 13 rebounds, four blocks. Mm hmm. 10 points, 8 rebounds, 2 blocks. Mm-hmm. 15 points, 7 rebounds, 3 blocks. 11 points, 6 rebounds, 3 blocks. 13 points, 10 rebounds. I'm like, yo, my, my man is hitting double figures all the time now. Like, yeah. who is this? Whose man's is that? I, I don't know, man. He just came out of nowhere with this. Nowhere. I'm really curious to see what, what he's going to be. And it's interesting because I was reading some things about him too. Uh, I forgot what. They were talking about his progression. And his trainer was saying, yo, don't quote me. I think they said Kerry Kittles. Kerry Kittles. Yo, my memory's bad sometimes, so I could be getting this wrong. But he he said he stopped reaching. They were showing him film uh-huh. about him reaching. And I, I correct me if somebody on YouTube correct me if I got this wrong. I think it might be Kyrie Kittles that said he pointed out to Mitch that if he reaches, mm-hmm. like when he reaches, and if he was to stop reaching, he'd be able to play in these games a lot longer instead of getting these ticky-tack fouls. And that happened around that same time, too. Mm-hmm. And ever since then, his fouls have been cut down, and that could be a huge, and that's a huge reason why he's um mm-hmm. playing better. So shout out to, I want to say Kyrie Kittles. I could be getting it wrong right now. Cause my memory's bad, and I read it like two weeks ago <laughs> when we was on vacation. Well, well, I mean, if if it is Kerry Kittles, it's going to be weird giving a net credit, but uh, it's weird. But you know what? Yeah, 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 I understand. Yeah. Listen, we had listen. It's weird. I understand. Yeah, cause uh, Fizz is asking LeBron to talk to Knox. I'm just like that guy. I get it. But, you know, it's LeBron, uh, yeah. but the water balance challenge, I still carbon feelings. It's a touch of for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you, Fit. Thank you, Mitch. I like I like your progression. And his trainer's also saying, this is a stretch, mm-hmm. that he, he feels like Fizz hasn't utilized him all the way. Mm. Because he still feels like Mitch can, you know, he has a jumper in him. Interesting. 
Now, 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 listen. Remember we were, last season? I mean, before the season started, mm-hmm. we were looking at videos of Mitch shooting yeah. three pointers. Yeah, he was. He was taking three point jumpers in high school, and even when his off season was happening, not off season during All Star break, there's a video of him shooting a three pointer. Mm-hmm. It's in the realm of possibility. I'm not sure if it's gonna be Anthony Davis level with the handles, and I don't know if about all that. I, I don't see the handles yet. I don't see that yet. I don't see the handles, but a face-up jumper? It's a possibility. It could be, it's definitely a possibility in the future. Stay tuned for that, yo. And I really think what Fizz is going Fizz is doing is Fizz is, is building him from the ground up. He's mm-hmm. like, we're gonna work on this and master this, mm-hmm. and then we're gonna move on. So uh, you, yeah. see, you notice the picks. I've been a lot sharper. Mm-hmm. He, he's not picking. He's not. He's not setting picks with his knees anymore. Yeah. You seen the timing on his rolls have been a lot better. Yeah. You seen the lobs have been a lot crisper. Mm-hmm. He's, the timing is great. The blocks are better now. He's not picking up tic tac fouls. Off season this season, it's gonna be major. I would not be surprised if you if I see Mitch Robinson hitting jumpers mm-hmm. next season. It's not just that though. Like I also want to see him try to develop a, a bit of a low post game too. Like even if it's like a little like hook, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or like or like, or like a little floater, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I want to see him develop some type of post game too, along with the face up jumper. That's gonna be another because summer league, he seemed like he was trying to do some like post moves, but it was really yeah, it was real raw. It was really sus. It yeah. was not the smoothest. <laughs> yeah. Like we need Hakeem. Yeah, no, nah, de- nah, definitely definitely yeah. not Hakeem. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> definitely not Hakeem, yo. <laughs> no, I mean no, cause who was the cause the big man camp. You know how Mari was paying uh-huh. paying him for like Dream Shake? Yeah. I don't think he does that anymore, does he? Who Hakeem? Yeah, because you know Amari, you know Amari, remember Amari and Amari came to the Knicks. Uh-huh. His game was predicated on pick and rolls and jump shots. Yeah. And he wanted to be able to be the man. So he took his money, went to Hakeem, and had like and went to like a post up a post up camp. Yeah. When he pretty much was just teaching him drop steps mm-hmm. and hook shots. Yeah. I'm saying, hey man, Knicks, give you know, give give him some money. Let it let, one summer. I don't even know if it's this summer. Maybe the summer after. Get, have him go to drop step camp with Hakeem. Yeah. And get that post game ready. Or even or even just Pat. Like I know Pat coaching. I know Pat coaching Georgetown right now. But you know you know bring 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 Pat in. Hey, yeah yeah you know you know bring you know bring you know bring him for a summer or whatnot. Like you know what I'm saying? I know Pat over there busy recruiting, but you know bring him in for like a summer session or whatnot. I mean listen he had he talked to the Knicks earlier this season. You know they had the alumni over here teaching yeah. these guys with Pat and mm-hmm. and all those guys here Rashid and exactly. even Walt Clyde was over. Yeah, they could do that. Yeah, send him to Georgetown. Yeah, I'm with that because I don't even think Hakeem is doing that anymore. I mean, I mean, I'm. When it comes to post moves, I mean, Hakeem is like the gold standard. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, whoever whoever you can learn from, like, any of the old school players, whether, whether it's Hakeem, Pat, whoever, like, just help the brother out, man. Word. Shout out to, shout out to Mitch. I can't wait to see your development. But um, going back to what I want to see happen, kind of all over the place, mm-hmm. I definitely want to see my things. I want to see the defense overall pick up. I really wanted to see Frank's offensive uh, futility pick up, but I don't think we're going to see that this season, unfortunately, because of the injuries. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to see Knox's 
shooting percentage even out to be decent. <laughs> I mean, my dude can shoot at least like 40 to 45%. I'd be happy. 45 if if not shooting 45%, that's like all-star-ish level. So I'm not even I'm I'm praying for 42. <laughs> 42, 43 for the rest of the season. You know what yeah. I'm saying? If he can get 45, then you know he's making that team next season. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I want to see that. I want to, I already said I want to see from Mitch. But I think it was really Knox who I want to see. And you know what? I want to see Dot too. Mm-hmm. I want to see, I just want to see Dot. Dot's defense is good. For the rest of the season, I already know your ball handling ain't going to come out, come along this season. Mm-hmm. I just want to see you. I just want to see more consistency on the offenses and from Dot. Mm-hmm. Um, shooting percentages up 42, 43% for Dot as well. If I see that rest of the year, I'll be happy. And Desmond Jr. too. I want to see that. I want to see a jumper a little bit, but I don't think that's gonna happen this season either. Mm-hmm. I know he he tried this. Yeah, I need to because like Darren Fox said, all he did was shoot jumpers last season. Yeah, in the off season. So you know what? I don't have no expectations from Desmond Jr. this season. Actually, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll take him off the list. I really want to see him just be better defensively mm-hmm. this season, and then the off season, I want to see the jumper. Yeah. And that's it. I really want to see. Fizz have like an offensive set, but I don't think that's gonna happen this season. <laughs> Cause the players keep saying, "Oh, he's he's having us play free," mm-hmm. and I think that's just what it is. What it is, we're only gonna yeah. see sets out of timeouts. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Yeah, that that is all. So yeah, you know what? And we're going to move on. I, I, we're gonna talk about something near and dear to our hearts: free agency. Since we've been gone, the rumors have not gone away. Yeah, they stepped up. <laughs> yeah, matter of fact, the fire has been turned up. Yep. One, the biggest news that happened since we were away, Kevin Durant and what's his name? Rich Rich Klein? What's his, what's his, um... The, what, the business partner? Business partner's name? That I cannot recall at the moment. You see. Anyway, biggest news. Kevin Durant moving his company his company from Cali to New York. When there is smoke, there's fire? Possibly. So more indication that KD might be coming to New York. Yeah, Rich Kleiman, yeah. Rich Kleiman. That was close. Rich Klein. Rich Kleiman. On top of that. Well, it's not even news. Now it's just weird that it's just weird. Mm-hmm. We're just in a weird thing where, and this gets a little scary now. Mm-hmm. When ESPN holds like our our poll, yeah, and says the Knicks are the favorites to get KD, even yeah. over Golden State. Yeah, which is crazy. That gets a little bit weird. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the experts. Yeah. So it was like whoa. But you know what? We heard a lot of stuff. You know, things happen. People change their minds. Mm-hmm. Here's the reality of the situation. Oh, yeah. Before you move on, you forgot to mention KD and Kyrie were acting too buddy-buddy during the oh! All-Star break. <laughs> <laughs> the infamous video of Kyrie 
and KD talking in the hallway. Yes. <laughs> Kyrie puts up two fingers and says, two max contract, dog. We got to go. That's what I heard. That's what I saw. Verbatim. I, I don't know if it's verbatim. Okay, I'm lying. But that's but, what I'm hoping. <laughs> but 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 he held up two fingers, and then afterwards, you could clearly hear Kyrie say, "It's time. It's time. <laughs> Let's go." Yes. And you know what? I I and it was funny. It was, it was funny games for us to see that and have these all these jokes and stuff. Yeah. But if I was KD and Kyrie, I'd be so tired of this. Yeah, I'd be so I, tired I, I, of y'all, yo. I'd be so... I'm like, yo, dog, I can't talk. And matter of fact, Kyrie's even said that. He's like, yo, I can't talk to my friend in the hallway now without being some free agent. Yeah. Especially the way... Did you see the video? Yeah, I did. The video was like... It seemed like on some voyeuristic, I'm not supposed to be here. Yeah. Like, phone video. Oh, they not looking. Let me take it out. And exactly. Yo, that seemed mad intrusive. <laughs> For real. <laughs> I'd be tight, yo. Oh, man. And matter of fact, did you? I, I know I sent the video in the in the um in the group chat. Yeah. The video with um where I think they took like video clips of like Katie and Kyrie together throughout the All Star break and they were playing Mario song. Oh yeah. <laughs> um yeah like the, yeah yes yes the the bromance between those two is strong. Yeah. Might be tighter than ours, man. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> might be. It might be. Might, might be. be tighter than the G and J bromance. Yeah. <laughs> But, oh, man, do you think it's going to deter them, man? Like, because it's like, I thought about it. I was like, yo, I thought about it. I was like, yo, I wish they pulled back now because mm-hmm. at least Kyrie, maybe not Kyrie. Yeah. But Katie. Yeah, because Katie's iffy like that. Yeah. yeah. Like, he was like, you know what? I really want to do this, but nah, son. I can't do this. Yeah. It's like, little, yo, New York media, chill, yo. Yeah, y'all really do need to chill. A little bit. Let let our guy breathe, all right? Yeah. Let him let let don't don't scare him away. Exactly, because Kyrie bought that life. Kyrie with it. Yeah, Kyrie with it, man. He, he was a you yeah, know that. Exactly. But Katie a bit too emotional. He's he a bit too sensitive. Yeah, you know he's an I'm emotional saying? orange. Like yeah. especially like if you look especially if you're looking at the climate here, you're looking at Kyrie, um, and the possibility of him matching up with the 76ers in the first round and possibly getting eliminated in, in the first round of the seventy six like Cause they're they're four they're in four like four and five seed right now. Yeah. So that first round could very well be Celtics versus 76ers. And matter of fact, if I'm not mistaken, I think the Celtics lost to the Bulls recently too. Like, yeah, the Celtics are weird, dog. Yeah. They have weird chemistry. Yeah. That's like what is what's happening. I don't know what's going on over there. But hey, y'all, this might be our game. Yep. <laughs> but that's not what this talk. This is this is not what the, this is not what this topic is about. Yeah. This topic is about. The other side, right? Because Knicks have a slot. You know, Knicks have room for two max free agents. Mm-hmm. Um, I know there's other teams out here buying. I think the Clippers. Yeah, Clippers. Brooklyn can sign someone. The Bucks. I think the Kings too. The Bucks can sign a max free agent. The Kings can sign a max free agent. So there's competition out there. Lakers. Lakers can sign a max free agent. There's competition out there. Yeah. So, with that being said, do you see any other scenarios, Ryan? I mean, if mm. we don't get two max free agents, like, are you cool with, like, Middleton? Uh-huh. And I don't know as somebody. I actually want wings at this point. Wings? Yeah, I would rather wings. Like, considering, oh, like, maybe, I don't know, Middleton and Hortford? Mm-hmm. Well, this is what I think about it. Like, 
I'm more thinking about it like scenarios, cause I'm like, obviously, like first of like before I start, first and foremost, I want to say that I'm still speaking it into existence. Okay, all right. We're getting Kyrie and Katie. So this is hypothetically speaking. Ah. Uh, so Middleton and Middleton, it, Middleton and, and Kyrie. I mean Middleton and KD. It, it could work because Knicks do need a shooter, and there's two shooters right there, especially Middleton, because he could definitely knock down the three. But um, I've but I'm like, if the Knicks end up not getting either player, like I think the Knicks have to think about like different scenarios, because there's a possibility that you know Anthony Davis might might become a free agent in 2020. So it's like, do you do you just sign one max free agent, whether it be a Kemba Walker or whether it be a, even though I don't want to give a player like. A Jimmy Butler or Chris Middleton, someone like that, max money. I wouldn't be comfortable with that. But I like, would do it depending on the years. Yeah. If I did like two year, but that's that's the only thing though. Like to get a Chris Middleton mm-hmm. to leave the Bucks. Yeah, that would be. Crazy. I don't know you, if we'll be able to give him a two year exactly. player option. Like, I mean, would, team option deal. You would have to break the bank. Yeah, you would have to probably give him more years. Yeah, but um, like. Yeah, like, as I was saying, like, I wouldn't be comfortable giving a player like that max money. But, like, say, for example, you want to monitor the Anthony Davis situation, right? Right. And, and and maybe he becomes a free agent in 2020 if he doesn't get traded and sign an extension with whatever team he goes to. There is no way that man is not getting traded in offseason, man. No I, way! I know. I'm just saying. No, no, no. Wait, 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 wait. No way! I'm, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just saying you have to think about different scenarios. Dog. Okay. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> so... Say, for example, you have a feeling Anthony, Anthony Davis is going to become a free agent in 2020. Like, he sticks with the Pelicans, free agent, or he gets traded and he doesn't want to re-sign with that team, becomes a free agent. Then maybe you bring in a max free agent this season and then you wait till the next following offseason. You keep the cap space available, which means you sign a bunch of other players since you have to fill up your cap mm-hmm. to, like, short deals. You know what I'm saying? So, like, maybe you might give a player, like, a two-year deal with like maybe um maybe a team option maybe yeah I mean that's what we kind of been doing right now like yeah like Knicks just signed uh John Jenkins to a mm-hmm. two-year deal like we if we keep if here's the thing like if we give I I think the rule is if we give them a one-year deal mm-hmm. we wouldn't be able to have their bird rights or whatever yeah but if we give them a two-year deal then we can always have a, a team option for that second year so we have yeah, John right. Jenkins two-year deal just play a team option for a second exactly year. like you you can you can give like your two year deals with a team option or maybe you can give like a two year deal with a player option which would be kind of risky but you never know maybe that player might play for one season and be like you know what I can get more money elsewhere or get a longer deal elsewhere so they might opt out that after that one season anyway right so just to keep your cap flexible so that you can keep enough cap space available to maybe sign Anthony Davis in the following um free agency class mm that's one scenario. I don't think that's happening. I, I know it's it's a scenario because because with, with the Celtics out here mm-hmm. wanting to trade everything, yeah, and the Lakers out here as well, mm-hmm. and what the and dog they're rioting in damn Pelicans, yo and bruh, yo how the Lakers lost to the Pelicans. Oh yeah, I saw that, and then, then LeBron just questioned the heart of his team to on, on top of that. Yo, your game. heart too, bro. You wasn't out there playing defense either. <laughs> Where's your heart, man? Yeah, 
That was yo. They're tanking, dog. Andy Davis was even playing. Yeah. That's embarrassing. Yeah, that's crazy. And they want to talk about the Knicks. Yeah. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. If LeBron came to the Knicks, he'd be a lot better off. Yeah. Interesting. But go ahead. And then and then another scenario I have now is like, okay, so you don't nail your two top free agent targets. So now it's like, okay, you have a roster where you have a bunch of young players already as it is. So it's like, do you really want to bring in somebody like, say, for example, a Kemba Walker where you know that it might mess up Dennis Smith Jr.'s progression, it might mess up Frank Nilakina's progression? Or do you want to stick with those guys and then just surround them with like maybe like veteran role players and, you know, to like deals where it's like it won't handicap your cap space but like at the same time it'll give you like a decent roster yeah and you, and, 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 it'll, and it'll still allow your young players to develop so I'm like you know t- so those are my two scenarios right there I'm like it's either you try to like sign one guy and then like hope that in the future you can probably get somebody else and just keep your cap flexible like that or or do you think like okay, you know what? Since we didn't get our top two guys, you know maybe we should just stay the course and just develop our young guys and like just add solid pieces around them. You know, nobody to no crazy deals or anything like that. You know, flexible deals. I understand? Yeah, like the yeah. whole the real the key the key the key here is flexibility. Yeah, is really what is what you're really getting at. It's like if we can't sign these two guys, mm-hmm. maybe just go one star. Um, and then some complimentary pieces. Like, yeah. and ideally for me, I was thinking, okay, well, maybe if we don't do that, we can get a Middleton, Tobias Harris, mm-hmm. uh, some, or I'll even take a Jimmy or whatever. But like, not give him multiple years. Nah, that is like that is the goal. Don't give him multiple years. But I would definitely have a Chris Middleton on the top of my list mm-hmm. and see if like we can snatch them from. Because cause Chris, is he, he fits the mold of a young guy who's long, mm-hmm. can, can be switched. That's the type of player that, you know, that yeah. Fizz wants. Yeah, 3 and D. Will he, like, will he leave? I don't know. Yeah, that's the thing. Because it's like Milwaukee has the, they have the cap space to bring him back. And... I mean, they have his bird right. So, like, even yeah, they can sign too. a max. Exactly. And then go over if they're... If they're yeah, willing if they to have go, to, yeah. If and they're then, willing to go over to sign then, him, then on top of that, like the Bucks have a great team, so it's like, why would you really leave Milwaukee unless like you hate it there and you really want to leave? Man. Yeah, <laughs> you know. So, <laughs> but mm, this is an interesting year, man, because forty nine percent of the league is free agents, which is crazy, which is insane. Yeah. So this is the year to clear cap. It really is. Yeah. And hopefully, like the what's the top ten? The top ten available is. What KD, KD, Kyrie, Kyrie, Kawhi, mm-hmm. Clay, Clay, all um, the K's, yeah, all the K's, all the K's, of course, yeah, Kemba, Kemba, um, Jimmy Butler, Butler, um, Middleton, yeah, Harris, yeah, I can, it, yeah, it, it, it's a good amount, man. Isaiah Thomas, Mark Gasol, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Eric Bledsoe. Yep. Al Hortford. Paul Millsap, team option. Mm-hmm. DeAndre Jordan. <laughs> He's coming back. I'm predicting it. Harrison Barnes. That's interesting right there. That's somebody I might look at. This is interesting. That's somebody I might look at for like, um, I feel like we need a more reliable wing. Mm-hmm. I think that's what really me. And when I say I might look at, I like I know. 
He's not super all-star level. Da, 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 da. No, but he's a solid wing. He's though. a solid wing. I'm guy. I would not like I said before. Not multiple. Not multiple long gear contract. Nah. Just here's a year, two year team option. Yeah, Russ roll. Hey, Fizz. He likes developing young guys. You're kind of young. Mm-hmm. You fit in the mold. He can bring the best out of you. Let's go. Fizz yeah. is this, like that. I, that's what I'm. So I can see something like that scenario happening. I also have a I, man. I always want a Meritick here, yo. But I don't think it's happening either. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Meritick's always been a good player. Like he's always been um, good three point shooter, good offensively, and he's 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 a better defender than he looks. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, yeah. Meritick's always yeah. Meritick's always been a solid piece of like a really good team. So I'll be yo. I'll be man. See, something like that, Middleton, maybe even a Kawhi. I would love Kawhi here, yo, but mm-hmm. I don't think he wants... I don't. It's funny because all the guys I really want, mm-hmm. I don't see them coming here. Except for the... the like, KD, I can see. KD, mm-hmm. Kyrie, I can see. Yeah. Kawhi, I would love yeah. Kawhi here. Yeah. I don't know if he's built for that. Yeah. The, his whole personality is like... Right. Yeah, and that's why, you know, people, when people are saying that, you know, him going back to L.A., like, does he really want all that attention, though? I don't know. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. And then to Byrus, I was thinking that was going to be, like, a before the whole trade happened to the 76ers. Mm-hmm. I thought that would be, a, um, like, a possibility. I but mean, the Sixers uh, want to... The Sixers seem like they want to keep that core together. Yeah, they said... they said they, Yeah, they were saying that... I would think... I think um, they were saying that the Sixers have, like, probably enough cap space to sign Ben Simmons. Joel Embiid's already under contract. Right. But he had to re-sign Ben Simmons, Jimmy Butler, and Tobias Harris. That's insane. A word. And then JJ... We're like, what is JJ going to do? Is JJ going to... I feel like JJ will still remain there, too, yo. I feel like he's that type of personality. Yeah, I mean, you gonna take take less money though, probably. Yeah. Or I mean, you know, JJ Redick. I mean, you live in Brooklyn, B. I'm just saying. So, I mean, you know, if that's a problem, if they lowballing you exactly. too much, my guy. That's what I'm hey, saying. I mean, you, you need shooters. You could just come across the bridge. You I'm, know yo, what I'm I know you used to Ben Simmons, but Dennis Smith, he's a driving kick king, dog. Exactly. You could you could still get those three uh, open yeah, threes, yeah, man. man. We can have you running off all the screens you want. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. man, yo, there's so many possibilities, man. Eric Bledsoe, and it's still even. Oh man, I don't know. It's gonna be a small. This summer is gonna be the most important summer in Knicks history, yo. For real, this really might be like one of the most important summers yes. in in history. It can really set us up or like. Set I us know, up. like it's it's either Ooh, it's, it's, it's kind of nerve wracking. I'm, yeah, like, I'm a little nervous. It, it's it's <laughs> either it's either like after this after this upcoming free agency, it's either the Knicks are gonna be. Championship bound or player or lottery bound again? It's, yeah, it's one or the other, yo. It really <laughs> is. If we mess this up, then we think for the oh my, I don't know. Yeah. I'm not even think about that. I'm not even putting that in the air. I'm not I, even gonna I, do it. I already said I'm think I'm I'm speaking hypothetically right now. I already put it into existence. All right, all right. I already put it in the universe. We, We're getting Katie coming and Kyrie is coming. All right, all right. My bad, my bad. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you're down there. This happening exactly. That was just that was just fake talk, fake news. Fake talk, fake news. Exactly. It's content. Word. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right, we got that out of our system. Yeah. Whew. Anything else you really want to talk about, man? Um. 
Well, I mean, well, we touched on like the main topics. I mean, unless we want to talk about All Star Break, you know, Kevin Knox performing in the um, oh yeah, the USA versus World game. You know, the Young Guns going at it. Or you want to talk about Dennis Smith Jr. in the slam dunk contest? Oh yeah, that kind of did happen, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, try, try, try to try to happen, didn't it? try to put on for his hometown, North Carolina, but uh, it didn't work out. The way he wanted to. I mean, Dennis lost, but he represented. Yeah, he most definitely did. I mean, at least he made it to the final. Yeah, and then when he jumped smooth over J. Cole, like, I was like, yo. Yeah. <laughs> this guy is not real. Yeah, yeah, he got crazy hops for his side. Yo, the... Pause. What's the happened for, for, before I even say it? The cock back... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you said Paul. I'm glad you said Paul. I got Paul before I even say it. <laughs> when he was in the air, yeah. and he cocked the ball all the way. Yo, the, the cock back game is, pause, is dangerous. <laughs> dangerous. Yeah. Dangerous. Pause, Kathy. <laughs> <laughs> Can't get on him for that. Yeah, man. But, yo, but the thing, too, is that, like, um... A lot of those dunks, man. If he nailed it on the first yeah. attempt, oh my, yo, yeah, it would have been money. It, it, it would have been fifty oh, easy, 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 easy breezy. But man, it, it was alright. Dunk contest is alright. I know yeah, it was, it was cool. For the, the three point contest was better though. Yeah, I missed the three point contest. That's a crazy. Oh, thing. man, the three the three point contest was lit. That was a that was a really good contest. I even like that J Cole attempt. If J Cole made the dunk, they should have gave him like even more. I know. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like, boy, where your prop dunked? Exactly. <laughs> like, yo, here's a sixty. This is that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that sixty. You win. Game yeah. Over. Exactly. Yeah. Yo. And the thing is that J Cole ain't stretch or nothing. Like he just. No. Got, he was in his like. Regular clothes and just went up and almost dunked it. Yeah, straight out the lounge shit with his oversized bright hoodie on. Exactly. I know the locks weigh like 30, 40 pounds. Look at mad heavy. And he still got out there. He almost banged it. You know, he know everybody he was he had a car, he had a ball scholarship too. Yeah, he did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I mean I mean Dennis Mitchell was basically wearing his high school jersey when he was um performing one of the dunks with with um yeah with J. Cole. Yeah. That's a prop, yeah. Shout out to Cole, man. Cole Ward out here. Waiting for that next album, bro. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> he, he already dropped some heat with Middle Child, so it'll be... I'm looking forward to that album. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Middle Child was all right. You think it was, it was all right? It was all right. I don't know. I, I liked it. Okay, that's cool. I like his last album, but Middle Child. Right. I, mean, I mean, yeah, KOD was a good album, but, you know... I, I don't know. I like Middle Child. All right. Well, I, I can't. Yeah. Man, I can't. <laughs> you, you are the audience. Got you. <laughs> Middle child. Shout out to J. Cole. Yeah. Oh, man. But, and Knox, Knox is high in his, in his skills challenge. Yeah. I mean, in his, I mean, in the, yeah, the USA versus world. I'm um, just glad he made it. Because you know what he did say? He did say he liked the experience of going o- over there. Mm-hmm. And he felt like being bonding with those guys kind of helped his game and gave him confidence. So, you yeah. know. Did he speak to LeBron, though? That's what we really want to know. Did he speak to LeBron? Because Finn said LeBron was going to give him some advice. Uh-huh. Did that happen? I don't know. Camera, cameras ain't catching, so I don't uh, know, they man. Were busy, they were too busy watching KD and them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's all good. It's all yeah. good. Um, I, mean, I don't know. Should we get into the ooze and the bronze? I guess we could do that. You know what? 
Oh, you know what one thing I really want to point out, though? Mm-hmm. It's something very small. Alonzo Trier. The game when we played the Timberwolves, mm-hmm. the, for the first time ever, I saw Alonzo Trier drive left. Oh, yeah. Those of you watching know what I'm talking about. If you watch every Knicks game like I do. Always right. <laughs> he'll cross over left. He'll always cross back over right. Yep. And if he cross over left, he either crossing back over right mm-hmm. or fade away. Yep. I've never seen him go to the hole on the left. And he finished with his left, too, which was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> If that happens, mm-hmm. if he starts going to his left, yeah. it's a rat. NBA's in trouble. NBA's <laughs> in trouble. For real. <laughs> and that's all I got to say. I got nothing else to say about yeah. it. I remember those days, man, back in the day. Wait, you, you went left? Nah, like I, I like I always used to go right. But oh, then, okay. But, 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 then, but then like but then like I started playing, you know, people and then people start to, you know, catch on it and uh, all of a sudden, you know, they start guarding you, they start guarding your right hand, they force you to go left. And then, and then it's like you have no choice but you, so you go left. And then, then you know, then like they're, they're like guarding your hip. So it's like it don't matter what you do, you can't, you cannot go yeah. back right regardless. <laughs> so but, you gotta work on that left handed, yeah, bro. Exactly. Bro, bro. Yo. And I remember one time I got so hyped because I went because I went left. Ooh. And, and and then I threw the ball up with my left, and it was it it wasn't even like. So, oh, it, so it wait, was, it, 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 that way, that was like a layup. Ooh. That was your oop right there. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, that whole trip thing just reminded me of this. Like, I didn't even like do a, like a regular layup with my left hand because the dude was on my hip. So like, I I drove left all the way to the basket. Then I just did like a sky hook oh. with my left and then waited. I was like, yo, <laughs> Ryan Sky, <laughs> word. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I see you. I was so shocked, yo. Like I wanted to run down the court like Shaq with, with my head, but look oh, at my left hand, like, like exactly, like. Look like <laughs> yo, G League walk on. Word. Ryan <laughs> G coming soon. Yes, sir. Watch out, Kadeem. You the backup. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, you started. Exactly, yo. Like, yo, I can use my left hand now. Hey. That's why. <laughs> oh, left hand. Word. <laughs> Oh man, it's funny when I play ball. People think I left. I'm think I'm a lefty, but I'm actually a righty. Oh, so that works in your favor then. Yeah, cause I I I'm a righty, but I like driving left. Mm-hmm. People so people, people get confused. Yeah, but then it'll try to force me to right, and then I go, oh, that's no, you don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> cause like, cause like, that's actually my strong hand. That's actually my strong <laughs> hand. And my left hand is actually my weak hand. Yeah. So I mean, <laughs> you trying to force me? I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. But you know what? This time, I mean, we already started a couple of oop picks. You know, Ryan's left-handed scoop. Yeah. <laughs> that was an oop pick, all right? <laughs> but oop picks for good, good. For those of you who don't know, the best picks of the week, best plays of the week, mm-hmm. oop picks. Oh, man. Yo, I don't even... What do I have in my head for oop picks, though? I got two... Yeah, I got two in my head right now. Okay. Two old picks. Oh, I hope hopefully I have some. Yeah. Um. What you want me to go first or go first? You... Go first. Go first. Go I, ahead. My first old pick comes from the um the Knicks and Timberwolves game. 
in the first quarter. I think all right. I think I already know what this is. Yeah. This is yeah. Yeah. yeah this is it. <laughs> yes. Okay. So, um, wait a minute. Let me get it ready. If I can find, see, yo, Edson's yo, Edson's labels, man. <laughs> I tell you. Okay, I think I know the button. All right, so if I um, got it wrong, I'm sorry. All right, I, so that's it, right? Well, I think that's the first part of play with the rejected. I think, or is that boom shakalaka? Yeah, I'm trying. To, I'm trying to keep it suspenseful. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> because, because there was a rejected, there was a boom yeah, shakalaka. Yeah, so um, okay, so I'll, I'll start it off, and then hopefully you get it right. All right, all right. So um, Andrew Wiggins, yeah, was going up for a shot, and he thought, you know, I'm gonna just float this up right quick. Yeah. But then, you know, DeAndre Jordan was there, and he was like, nope, access denied. Float on. <laughs> and, and blocked Andrew Wiggins' shot. Oh, what happened to this? Okay, so the button, the rejected button Okay, the button today. doesn't work. Okay, so I'm going to continue with the story. All right. <laughs> All right, so sorry for the technical difficulties. So Kevin Knox grabs a rebound, passes it to DeAndre Jordan, who then passes it to Dennis Smith Jr., Ooh. Dennis Smith Jr. is running down the lane full speed. Yep. The lane opens like the Red Sea <sighs> with no regard to life. Nope. My dude jumps off in the paint. Mm. Yams it back. I, 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 wait, I, what'd, you, I, what'd, you, what'd you say? What'd you say? He cocked it back. Pause. <laughs> yeah, but but, uh, but, I, but you know, I, but I didn't I didn't feel like saying pause. Oh, okay. So I mean, you know, he brought it back, one handed, attacked the rim, bang. Oh, nasty. Yes. You thought, man. Listen, he was trying to catch a body. Yes, he was. I, who was it? who was Sarek? Sorik? Oh, was it Sarik? I think it was Sarik. Probably. Sarik ran away. Yeah, he was smart. He was smart. Yeah, he was smart. He <laughs> ran away. He tried to run away. Yeah. But, which is funny because he played uh, the Bucks like two days later. Uh-huh. And he didn't run away. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he got yammed on. He got yammed on. He got yammed on by Brooke Lopez and then he hit the floor. Ah, uh, bruh. <laughs> <laughs> so that's an early bruh pick. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man! And then speaking of Dennis Smith Jr. trying to catch Dennis Smith Jr. catching bodies, he almost caught a body earlier tonight. Oh yeah, on Bertans in the lane. But fortunately for Bertans, Dennis Smith Jr. missed the dunk. That was still a little. I don't yeah. care. <laughs> the way that Bertans' body fell off of Dennis Smith Jr.'s body, and he kind of stumbled like he was a prize fighter. That yeah. was a new, that was ooh enough for me. Exactly. So, <laughs> I admit, ooh for the missed dunk. Word. And now my next ooh pick, I don't know if you want to take this, because I don't want to steal all the great ones, but it was late in the fourth quarter. Yeah. In the game against the Spurs. Yeah, I already know where you're going. Do you want to take that one, or you want me to have it? <sighs> go ahead, go ahead. All right, so late in the fourth quarter, when the Knicks already sealed victory against the San Antonio Spurs, Dennis Smith Jr., you know, he felt like, you know what? <laughs> We got this huge win. We haven't won a game at home in so long. So, you know, I'm about to take it back to Rucker Park right quick. Oh, yeah. So, I think he got the, he read the passing lane, got the steal. Mm -hmm. He was on the fast break. He looked at the corner of his eye, his peripheral. He saw money-making Mitch 
running down the lane. Run it, run it, make it, Mitch. After him, <laughs> he throws it off the backboard. Money-making Mitch catches it, bangs the two hands. Ooh. The bunnies? Yes, sir. That was nice. Yes, it was. All right, that was, that was really good. And those are my two picks right there. I don't want to steal all the great ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you did steal all the great <laughs> ones. But that's fine, though. That's fine. That's fine. I'll just have to go back for um a couple. I just have to do some research while you was doing. All right. All right. And I got, I got some. I got some in the tuck now. I'm fine. I'm reloading. I, I, I really. I, ooh, I forgot about that one. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh, ooh, yeah. Ooh. Damn. Ooh. Yeah. Caught a body. Yeah. Oh, my. Yo, who was that on? Let me see if we can. Let me see I can't can even tell. It. I can't even tell. Oh, that's a Cavs game, right? It's a Cavs game, yeah. Oh, yeah, he, he caught he caught on Marquise Chris. Ah! Yeah, he caught him. So, I wish these buttons worked, but they don't. Anyway, uh, it's me, Mario. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mario hasn't really been playing that much lately. Yeah. For, but, good, for good reason. For good reason. I mean, you yeah. know. But. Mario was by the three-point line. He drives to the hole. Well, he actually receives the pass from Dennis Smith Jr. The defense tries to rotate and collapse on him. Mm-hmm. Sells him like a slight little head fake. Hey, hey. Yeah. Blows by his defender. Yes. Fries, jumps in the air. Actually about to dunk it from the right side. Mm-hmm. So the defender jumps up in the air. It's like, oh, he's going to dunk it on this side. No, 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 he's not. No. He glides by the left side of the rim, goes to the middle, cocks it back, pause, <laughs> <laughs> and dunks it. Oh. In Marquis' face. Ah. Ha! Hold that, hold that. Yes, sir. Fake button. It's me, Mario. <laughs> <laughs> also got another one from. My guy who got sent back to the abyss. Kadeem, the dream. Ah, uh, Allen. Yes. Play starts off. It's the, the Knicks Cavs. Mitchell Robinson. Money, money, make it Mitch. Woo! That button still works. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sets a pick. Kadeem Allen has the ball. And he kind of reads. Mm-hmm. He, he acts like he's going to take the pick. Jab steps left. And then drives right to the open lane. Mm-hmm. And boy, that was a mistake for the defender to fall for that jab step. Yo. Because the, then the defender had a decision to make. Mm-hmm. Am I going to try to stop Kadeem or Mitch? <laughs> Tough choice to make. Tough choice. Kadeem drives to the hole. Defender gets caught in Morelands land. Floats the ball in the air. Mitch catches it. Statue of Liberty. One-handed. Flushes it. Turns in mid-air to the landing. Ah. The funny thing, he catches it with his left hand. Ah. Slams it and then spins on the floor as he lands. I don't know. He looked graceful. He looked like Gazelle. (laughs) It was beautiful. It was like poetry in motion, man. Yes, sir. Yeah, let me see. You know what? I got one more ooh pick. Uh oh. You know, ooh pick from the third floor. Um, listen. 
Ah, uh, this next pick, my guy Dot. Free Dot. Free Dot, god damn it. And no, you know what? Not, Dot's been flaming. He's been he's been flaming from three-point line. Mm-hmm. And it's not even about Dot flaming. This is about the dimes. Okay. Dot, fast break, running down the court after a missed shot. I don't know if it was a missed shot or a steal or whatever. Sees Knox trailing ahead. Mm-hmm. This is the Spurs game, by the way. Two Spurs are between him and Knox. Mm-hmm. Dotson finds a seam. Yeah. Throws the ball in between two Spurs. Ball barely makes it through. Yeah. Bounce pass. Into the Knox's pass pocket, Knox rises in the air and dunks it. Oh, boom shakalaka! Now, damn it! Yes, sir. <laughs> and I'm I'm done. You know what? I just got reminded of a pick right now because you have to remember, we we didn't have a uh, we didn't have an episode yesterday. I mean, we didn't have an episode last week. Right. So there were some ooh picks that we may have forgotten about. Mm. It happens. Yeah, which um I'm researching right now because it just came back to my mind right now. And I want to make sure I have it right. Because there was a play in the Knicks and Sixers game. Okay. Which took place on Wednesday right before the All-Star break. And your man, Kevin Knox, received a pass. I forgot from who. Mm-hmm. But he was cut into the basket. He received the pass in mid-stride. He caught the pass. Rose up. Brought the ball back two-handed. Oh! And yammed it on Ben Simmons. Knocked him to the ground. Oh, oh my God. How did I forget about that one? Yeah. Poster. That was the best dunk of the year. Yeah, that was a, that was a ill poster right that there. That was the best dunk of the year. Chest to chest. Ben Simmons falls down to the ground. Baptized him. Woo. R.I.P. Ben. Oh, man. I had to make the sign of the cross after that one, yo. Lord, Lord. Yo. You don't know. Like, it's funny because after that dunk happened, right? Uh Uh-huh. Dennis Smith Jr. taunts Ben Simmons after that. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I don't know if you noticed in this game. Did you notice in this game how Ben Simmons and Dennis Smith Jr. were joining the whole game? Yeah, they were. Yeah, they were. That's because... After Knox baptized him in the name of the Father and the Son of the Holy Spirit, <laughs> Desmond Jr. goes up to him. And I, I, if you look at the camera, uh-huh. it looks like he walks up to him and starts flexing. Like, ah! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why he's on the floor? <laughs> Yo, you, 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 know, you, know what, you know what I find so funny about this season? What? For a team that's so bad. The Knicks had so many baptisms this season, oh, yo. <laughs> man. I mean, listen, Miss, Miss Virgil, Mitch Robinson... Is is pretty much John the Baptist, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like he baptized a lot of people, man. Like yeah. the, the, the alley oops and the posters of that guy is ridiculous. Yeah. Alone. For real. And then Knox 
after he got some soft title, he, all of a sudden, like December, January, he starts baptizing people. Yeah. He starts going to the whole strong. And then he got Mario Hazard, he'll be baptizing people and too. And then he ain't real, man. Mario, he only plays five minutes of, uh, exactly, every yeah. five games. Yeah. And the two minutes he plays, he puts in people on posters. Yo. It's like, yo, Mario, you had your shrooms today? Exactly. No. He's like, I didn't know you could do that. Like, okay. One up for you, one up for you, dog. I yeah, like, for real. Like, my Mario was going in. So I was like, dog. For real, man. We had some highlights. Yeah, we definitely did this season. And then, um, and then we traded it for the ultimate baptism, dude. Like, mm-hmm. oh, Desmond dude. Jr. Yeah. And DeAndre Jordan, who has a baptism in his day. Oh, <laughs> man. Yeah, so it's like, oh. especially one of the worst baptisms of all time when he when he got Brandon Knight in the paint. Oh, oh, that was terrible, oh, man. Terrible. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my gosh. It is almost Easter, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good time to talk about baptism episode. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. About to call the Knicks the baptism all-stars, oh, ba- man. Yes, man. <laughs> Definitely. Oh, man. All right. You know, now that we talk about the oo pigs, it is time to talk about the other favorite part yes, of the, the show. Bruh. bruh. The bruh. The bruh picks. Yes, sir. I have a bruh, too. Mm-hmm. And this is a long time ago. This is not even a basketball bruh. I. Bruh. You know, these luxury brands began out of control. Oh, I, 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 yeah, I know where you're going with this. Yeah. And I'm not even going to, I'm not even going to give the luxury brand. I'm not even going to say what brand it was anymore. Any real. But I'm just going to say. Maybe I will mention, but I'm not even giving the bra to, to to them because you know they they be doing their thing, mm-hmm. and I don't. My bra goes to Floyd May- Floyd May- Floyd Mayweather oh. man. Floyd gotta get it, dog. Oh, My man. man comes out of comes out the Gucci store buying all Gucci <laughs> after we after we supposed to be all in solidarity and do, talk about yo we not gonna buy Gucci. Da, 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 da. They gotta respect us. And my guy deliberately finds the camera, talks ignorantly about how he's gonna buy up the whole store, and he's not a, a he's not a follower, like. I know the man can't read, so I, maybe, <laughs> maybe he thought he was buying Gucci uh, and not Gucci. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's I don't what know. it was. I don't I know, know, man. Stuff was a little backwards in his mind. You know, he got hit a couple of times. Yeah. <laughs> but yo, big bro to Floyd. Bruh. And that's all. I and you yeah. know, that's it. And and it's like with Floyd too, it's like he's magnifying the problem within the black community because it's like he wants to talk about he's not a follower and this and that. And it's like, dog, that's part of the reason why there's so much um there's so much um separation within the black community because we're not together. So it's like when we actually have a cause to fight for that is the one time in your life where you're supposed to be a follower and be in solidarity saying. with your with your fellow black people. You know I'm what I'm saying? saying? Exactly. Like, it's like, dog, it's not it's not that hard. Yeah, like it's not that serious, man. It really is. Like I, I'm not even boycotting because I don't have the money to buy it. Anymore. Yeah, I don't have money to buy. Gucci exactly. anyway. so it's like, <laughs> so like you know, it is what it is. Yeah. But it's like, dog, man, like you can't be with your peoples. Exactly, yo. Like, like be with your people. Stop being selfish for once. Exactly. But that's that's his his brand is selfish, I guess. Yeah. 
I don't know. One day he's thirty. He ain't gonna if he don't grow up by thirty, whatever. He's a lost cause. Nah, he, nah, your man's is forty. Yeah, man. Can we trade him? Yeah, <laughs> I want to trade Floyd for my dad, my dude from the 76ers. Oh, which which one? Oh, Boban. Yeah, the guy. Yeah, who helped Meek? Who helped free Meek? Oh, who was that? Again? No, no, no. The um, the, the owner. This I forgot. This, the 76ers owner who helped free uh, free the uh, who helped uh who who. He uh, combined forces with Jay Z mm-hmm. t- to start an organization to help fight criminal justice, and he was like Meek's best friend. I forgot his name. Is it? Oh, damn. Who? But he's part owner of the 76ers. I think I know who you're talking about. Can, I just, I, yeah, I can't recall the name right now. Yeah, he's accepted. I'll take yeah. him over. Over for it. There you go. All right. <laughs> That's my one, bro. Mm-hmm. Actually, I, it's funny. <laughs> Yeah, that's my one, bro. I was gonna give one to stop to Scott Foster. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, God. oh man, <laughs> the ref. He's the only. If anybody's ever watched this show, Scott Foster is the only ref I've gave a bro to by name. Yeah. For, cause back in the day, when the Knicks versus the Grizzlies, I forgot if we were up by one or down by one. Scott Foster like gave a tech to Courtney Lee when we with the game on the line because he said he was trash talking to the rookie or something like that. Oh yeah, I remember that. And Courtney Lee was like, "Dog, all I said was you can't do that to me," and he gave me a tech. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, I don't know, Scott, and then you know Chris Paul and yeah James Harden <laughs> kind of was like, "Yo, I don't think he should ref these games anymore mm-hmm. in the yard games." So I'm like, "Yo, Scott," and I was like, and he's like, "Yeah, Scott Foster." I was like, "Yo, I remember this dude." Yep. He blew a game for us. Mm-hmm. And he just seemed mighty unreasonable. Like, I don't know. So I'm giving my... Like, yeah, you know what? I, I changed yeah. my mind. He gets, brother, bruh. Scott Foster, yeah, He though. gets a bra. He gets a bra. I don't know about that guy. Word. So, I guess we're going to go to bro man fifth flow. Bro man from the fifth flow. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we had two weeks off. I should say a week off. You know, so... um. Unfortunately, the bros is not too extensive, but there was yeah, there was a couple of bros. Okay. College basketball, Virginia versus Duke. Ah. Uh. Big man Jack Salt was at the free throw line. He's a big man on Virginia. He takes a free throw, and it slammed hard against the glass, and it misses the rim completely. Bruh. And then the sound the ball made off the backboard was mad loud. Oh, <laughs> man. Uh, and that's why when I was watching the game, it made me say, Whose man's is this? Whose man's is this? Shirts are available. Yes. Yo, someone was trying to buy a shirt on Whose man's is this shirt, and they said it's having problems with purchasing it. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think it's fixed now. So if you want to buy a Whose man's is this shirt, yes. support the KLT show. Exactly. Do that, do that, do that, do that, that. Most definitely. Next bro pick is is a college game. Okay. I didn't get much information on it because I was watching Highly Questionable on ESPN and they showed the game. Like this clip, this highlight from a game, which was pretty embarrassing. Mm. But all I know is that Toledo was playing. I forgot the team they were playing against. And they refer to the player as number 32 because, according to them, Toledo's not a big-time program and the name of the player is unimportant. Damn! So, <laughs> Bruh. So it's number 32. Crazy. 
He got hype after knocking in the three to put his team up by four. Yes, get hype, girl. The other team called a timeout. As your man was going to the bench, he was playing the air guitar like Lance make him dance. Hey, play your song, dog. Exactly. And then as he's walking to the bench, his teammate comes over to give him a high five. And your man misses his hair completely and smooshes his face instead. Bruh. Ah. <laughs> oh my god. Ah. How are you so coordinated and uncoordinated at the same time? I don't know, man. <laughs> but the funny thing is he wasn't even looking. He just felt someone to the side of him. And, and he, it was mad oh, hype. And he, just, and, he just, and he just randomly bushed his teammate in the That's face. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Oh, man. And then my other bro pick goes to Donovan Mitchell. Ah. Team USA World Game. <laughs> Your dude, he wanted to show for the fans, right? Oh, I forgot so, about this. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so he had the he had the wide open oh. lane. Nobody was there. All by myself. So my dude was like, you know what? I'm gonna throw it off the backboard. So he attempts to throw it off the backboard. The ball flies over the backboard. <laughs> Into the stands. Bruh. Uh, not quite the Kobe move. Definitely not. A little too much English on it. And, you know, Donovan Mitchell's a good player, so I didn't want to do it to him. But after seeing that play, it made me say, Whose mans is this? Whose mans is this? Damn, you got the whose mans is this for the lava. Oh, yeah. Bruh. Yeah, I mean that. Oh, man. Yes, and I have one more bro pick. Oh, man. This is recent now. Warriors versus the Rockets. Mm. Huh? So, in this game, Draymond Green, if you're watching the game, Draymond Green had to leave the game early because he sprained his ankle because he stepped on DeMarcus Cousins' foot. Right. So, as he stepped on DeMarcus Cousins' foot, it was right in front of Steve Kerr. Ah! Uh, <laughs> that's not his fault. Go ahead. He sprained his ankle. And was hobbling to the bench. Oh. Steve Kerr was still looking all like observing the game, not even noticing that his players hurt. Damn. So Draymond Green hobbles to the bench, then he falls to the floor. Steve, and now all he's right, right at this moment, he's next to Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr still doesn't realize that his players hurt. He's still looking on the game. Bruh. Finally, Draymond Green finally falls to the ground with his back on the ground now, holding his foot, and then that's when Steve Kerr no looks down and he notices, like, oh, damn, what happened? Ah, uh, that's not his fault. He was, he was, he was X's and O's. He was, like, calculating it. He was coaching in his mind, like, damn, this next play, maybe I should do this. Maybe I should call timeout. What if I rotate DeMarcus Cousins out for Jordan Bell, and then maybe have a... Or, or, or maybe he just used to Draymond Green flopping, and he didn't know Draymond Green was actually ah! <laughs> <laughs> Or that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. man and that is all the bro picks I got oh man that concludes that is all the bro picks yo did you see the 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 the, the, the game Duke Wait. versus oh Duke versus Syracuse yeah yeah um yeah Zion was hurt obviously because his shoe blew out within like 30 seconds of the UNC game yeah yeah yeah, yeah. brought a Nike bruh <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it, it was shocking too because those are PGs and PGs are reliable. I haven't seen no PGs blown out before, so that was surprising. People yeah. people say that he's been playing those sneakers all season, so probably that's why the sneakers got old and worn out. Mm. So um yeah, I saw Duke versus Syracuse. 
your boy RJ Barrett showed out. Yeah. He was definitely balling that game. What, 30.7 assists? Yeah. And the knock on him is he doesn't pass. He was passing that game, though. And an all knock on him is he's not consistent. He was consistent that game, though. He shot like 70% or something crazy like that? Yeah. He was definitely on that game. I know you've been high on Barrett. Yeah, yeah, of course. Like, me personally, like, obviously, Zion is still my number one pick. But I wouldn't be mad if the Knicks end up with Barrett, too. And... I'll say this, I was very, very, very nervous about Barrett being on his team. <laughs> because people, you know, the comparisons to, to a certain Tim Hardaway who doesn't play defense, that doesn't pass, and chucks up shots. And I was like, oh, we just got rid of that guy and we're going to get another guy who does who does the same thing. Yeah, kind of made me a little nervous, I'm not going to lie. His, but yeah, but his potential is way higher than Tim Hardaway Jr.'s potential, though. Like, dude could be like a bona fide, like, one of the, one of the top scorers in the NBA. So it's like, even if he doesn't play defense that great, his scoring is going to definitely make up for it, unlike Tim Hardaway Jr., where his scoring did not make up for it. I understand that, but it's like, how you know him, you know how... His shoot, I don't... I, where is his stats? I actually made, like, a graphic of his stats. Oh, where? I don't even know where if I can reach it fast enough. Mm -hmm. But doesn't he shoot, like, something like 40% or something? Well, I mean, he's not a he's not a great shooter. I mean, Zion, Zion Williamson is way more efficient. But that's because Zion Williamson is, a, you know, he's he lives in the paint, basically. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's why he's more efficient. But Bar and Barrett's more of a jump shooter. But but still, Barrett's a beast, though. Like, that dude has the potential to be, like, one of the top scorers in the NBA for years to come. Okay, so you know what? Um, 23.1 points per game, 4 assists, 7.6 rebounds. Mm -hmm. All right, 45% for field goal. That's actually not bad. Yeah, it's not bad. That's actually not bad. That's actually pretty good. Yeah. All right, well. And he's and, and, and as I said, you got to remember, he's a jump shooter. He's not like Zion who yeah, lives yeah, in the paint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so. 45, is, 45 is fine. Yeah. So, you know what? I'm. We'll see how. I'll, I'll, I'll keep my eye on him. You know, mm -hmm. Zion's going to be out for hopefully not that long. No, he says day to day, so yeah. he, he should be back soon. But it's interesting to see that, you know, he's been playing playing well and picking up the slats since Zion has been, you know, down. Yeah. So, you know, we'll see what happens. See if he'll change my mind. Because right now I have Morant. But now that now that we have Dennis Smith Jr., that whole Morant thing might not make as much sense to me. I, at the moment, we have too many point guards. Yeah, so it's more, like, yeah, so yeah, it's, yeah, did you, I mean, when you really think about it, do we have that many point guards? We, I, like, who's going to be on the books? We really have two. Yeah, that's true. Dennis Smith Jr. and Frank. Yeah. But then it's like... You, can you add a third guard into that mix too? Because I mean, we have Trier as well. So, yeah, but he's more of a shooting guard. Yeah. Uh, but you know what? It remains to be seen. Like, I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. I know Morant's um, vision might be a little better than Dennis Smith Jr.'s. I mean, he's mm -hmm. averaging he's averaging ten assists in college. Like, that's not easy to do. Yeah. Yeah. So, so uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like we would have to even wait even longer for him to to come with the other and develop. Well, Dennis Smith Jr. might be mm -hmm. a little bit further ahead. Yeah. Before before Dennis Smith though, I was really looking at him. So. Yeah, but I mean Morant though, like, if he develops like how he's supposed to develop, that's basically Baby Westbrook right there. Oh, that's fact. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, shoot, like it, it depends on what the Knicks pick though, because it's like if the say for example if the Knicks pick third. You would assume that Zion is going to go first. 
Faraday's going to go second. And then Mo- and then Moran is seen as a, as a third best talent in the draft. So it's like if the Knicks end up picking third, hypothetically speaking, because we know the Knicks are going to pick first. Adam Silver would do. But, um... Right. Yeah, but it, yeah, I guess so. But you know what it is, too? Like, um... Cause you know what? I just had, um, a talk. We just had, like, a little draft episode thing with, um, Post Game Live and Spencer from Front, front Office Guy. A shout mm-hmm. to, to him. He's, like, trying to be, like, an NBA scout for real. And he really watches and dives into these games. And he's talking about how Zion is the number one pick. And then it's, like, that second tier, he feels like every... is a clump. Mm-hmm. Like, it can go from, from RJ to, to... To um, <clears throat> he doesn't even have Morant in that tier. That's the other part of it. Oh yeah, hit watch that one. Is it's interesting? Uh, like, is, is, is it because Morant's not playing for a top program like Barrett and those dudes? Uh, more about his. It's more about his defense and his jumper. Well, yeah, I know. I know his jumper is shaky. Like I always knew that. Yeah, it's more about his defense and his jumper in his mind. He feels like. Uh, He's really high on uh, Darius Garland, and I'll get we'll get mm-hmm. you know we'll have our draft on draft episode later because oh, yeah, of the yeah, jumper. Garland yeah. played for Vanderbilt. Right? Yeah. yeah, he's really high on him because of the jumper, and he feels like that can translate easier into the NBA than what um, Morant was doing, which is a very interesting take. But I feel like you know Morant's mm-hmm. vision is gonna get people so many easy buckets. Yeah, that I don't know if I completely agree with him, but you know, mm-hmm. yeah. It's I mean, an interesting I mean, take. Yeah, it, it depends on what you're looking for. Depends on what you're looking for. But in his mind, that second tier after Zion is no, no is guarantee. No, is no guarantee. But I know what March Madness cures all. We're, all yeah, we're going to that, see that is true. We're <laughs> going to see March Madness if things start to change your mind when the pressure is on. Yeah. And yeah, the thing is that you're not going to see Garland though, because yeah. Garland because Garland plays for Vanderbilt and Vanderbilt's like bottom of the SEC. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think they've won a game in the SEC yet, so. You're definitely not gonna yeah, see him. Gonna in the see, tournament yeah, year. you're right. You're right about that. Yeah, but you're gonna see Zion. You're gonna see Barrett. Morant's mm-hmm. up in the air too because he plays for Murray State. So more than likely, the only way we see Morant in the tournament is if Murray State actually wins. Yeah. Their conference tournament. So we're gonna have to hope that happens so we can see more of Morant. Oh, yeah, in the, please, in the tournament. please. Yeah. So um, it'll be definitely be interesting. Word. Yeah. Definitely interesting. But definitely gonna have my eye on on, on RJ a little bit more too. Mm-hmm. See if I can get comfortable with. The idea of him being a Nick, if that was ever possible. Yeah. Yeah. But that is our show. Yo, every time I feel like we don't have much to talk about, we end up doing like. Yeah, I know, right? We all, because it's like, yeah, we actually did it two hours. That's insane. (laughs) All right, y'all. It's time to go to bed, y'all. Yeah, for real. It is 12 30. I got work in the morning. I'm trying to keep my job. And you know what? That is it. Hopefully, we have a surprise. Hopefully, the quality jumps up next episode. Yeah. We'll see. Hopefully, you'll see what I'm saying. Everything is correctly. Cause we're trying to step up in this game. Yeah, exactly. Man. But you know, that is our show. Shout out to my guy, Ryan G. Um, so look, you know where you find us. If you want to listen to, you can find us on Dash Radio, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also find us on SoundCloud.com/slash The Nick Time Show. Don't yes. forget the. Also find us on Spotify. Look for the Nick Time Show. Also find us on iTunes. Just Google the Naked Time Show. Don't mm-hmm. forget the the. Yeah. And you always follow us on all social medias. The KOT Show mm-hmm. on Twitter. Twitter. Just Google the Naked Time Show, man. Yeah. You'll find us. Yeah, you'll find everything. You'll find everything. You'll find us on YouTube, too. Yeah. YouTube.com slash the Naked Time Show. Facebook. Yeah. You can find us all those places. Instagram. Fair. Find us. Holla.
Yes, sir. And you know what? Merch too. Merch coming soon, by the way. All the merch that was selling before got wiped out with the trade. Yeah, the Everybody's trade. gone. Enos is gone. Ron Baker is gone. Porzingis is gone. Yeah. I was funny because I was like, oh, Porzingis. Oh, oh, yeah. Matter of fact, speaking of Ron Baker, um, get well soon, El Presidente. Oh, yeah. Get well soon, yeah. El, El Presidente. Yeah, out four, four to six, six months. months. Yeah. yeah. Mm hmm. So shout out to Ron Baker. You still, I'm, I, I might still keep the Ron Baker shirts up there because people, I don't know. I might. <laughs> people like the underdog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they'll. So um yeah, make sure you check out that merch too mm-hmm. on the nicketimeshow dot com. Yeah, check that out. They have a store there. Um and also you can follow me on Instagram at j l s draws things. That's j e l l i s draws things. And you can also find my guy at Sergi is chilling. Yeah. On the IG, Sergi is chilling. That is S i r g is c h i l l i n. And I have some updates coming up. Um. As you know, I'm the MC, I'm the NCAA men's basketball department and NBA department head editor. So if you go to tsj101sports.com, all the NBA articles and all the and all the NCAA men's basketball articles you see that they're, edit, they're edited by a boy and published by a boy. I'm here working. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you know, I definitely help the I definitely help the authors out there, and um and also. I have something. I might have something big on the horizon. I'm not going to announce yet because it's in the works. Okay. I just need y'all prayers because if this goes through, this could potentially help the podcast as well. Okay. So I need y'all prayers, man. We're working out here, man. We're working out here. Oh, man. Also, I'm looking for video help too. I mean, I, I we might we might have video. I'm looking for editors, yo. Because mm-hmm. I do, I do. Besides the podcast, I do pretty much three to four shows a week, mm-hmm. and on the Instagram and Twitter. And your boy is exhausted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your boy is exhausted. So, so sometimes you see the Instagram is a little slow because mm-hmm. your boy is exhausted. Yeah. So. If anybody want to help in those categories, you know what? If you want to help us at all, anyway, you you know, even like yo, you know what? I like what you guys are doing. You haven't really thought about this angle. Mm-hmm. Maybe I can help out in this angle. You want to be part of the growth of the Nicka Tom Show? Yeah. Hit me up. Hit us up. Email. Instagram. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was funny. Oh man, this guy. He he actually stats in the fast guy. He actually was like he wanted to help us look up look up like stats and stuff. He was actually interested in. Oh, doing what? It. Yeah, yeah. He, he could definitely help us out in that department. I know, so I might actually... If I got to hit him back up. Shoot. But, and, um... Especially if it's the advanced... Ad- if it's the advanced, advanced analytics, analytics. Yeah, yeah, more, yeah, yeah, most definitely, yeah. So, um, that that might... We might make that happen. Um, stats of that. I was kind of like... You know, we, we have like four people here, but we do not here all the time. Mm-hmm. So, it might be... We'll see. We'll see how yeah. it goes. All right. You know what? So, that is our show. Yes, yes. It is a wrap. Thanks for rocking with us. Yes, sir. Until next time, we out. Peace.
in the NYC.